Hey everybody, this is Tyler Main Sabretooth from the X-Men movies, and you are listening to Smart Wrestling Fans with your favorite mutant, Mr. Mutant Larry. Greetings everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, the podcast, episode number 910. 910? Yes. Do you know what show I thought it would be? What show? Smart Wrestling Fan 69. Of course. How did I not know that? Do it. Smell it. Uh. Smell it is new. Oh, I mean, maybe it's good. I don't know. Um, yeah. What what does Dana Brooks say? Show up and show up and show out and hyena. I know that show up and show out thing is. I know it's a thing. Paul is it the guy with tattoos on his face? I know it's a something, but I don't understand what it means. You know, I know show up and show off like Dolph Ziggler. Right. Makes perfect. Makes sense. But show out is nothing. It's like you sold in that it's, it's a Jeff Hardyism. <laughs> That's it. Speaking of sense. Oh, by the way, I'm Joe Negron and this is Mr. Mutant Larry. Hello, Larry. Yeah. Speaking of sense, but none watch of the other kind of sense. I mysteriously cannot get into the smart wrestling fan bank accounts. No password change, but I am so much more exciting than news, so much more exciting than ratings, so much more exciting than the actual review itself. I need to know, well, should we talk about this on air? Yes. Actually, we should have some kind of financial advisor now. Well, well I, I was going to hire one. We really should. Well, they have this new I, one. It's called Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Ziggy. I was going to go for them, but sounds not sure good. if I should. Stardust Inc. So, so, how much, like... Whisper to me how much we've made in the last week since we started. Smart Wrestling Fan 69, use it. Well, your code for Walmart and beyond. Okay. So far, it's a little slow. We haven't made anything yet, Larry, but things are turning. Things are turning. A lot of, I hear a lot of word on the street about the code Smart Wrestling Fan 69. That's how it starts. That's how it starts. When you're driving business, the first step of driving business, which is what business is word on the street. I forgot to tell you that was, that is like a base word on the street, then driving business, then money. Did you know, Larry? Internet economies. Larry, 25% of this money goes directly to you. No way. Yeah. That's like almost half. It almost is. It so, is. so I urge people to use code Smart Wrestling Fan sixty nine everywhere you go, and then we get a kickback somehow. I, All I you gotta have figure to figure out how to route, route it may, in. Okay, maybe they they just don't understand. You can use it online or in actual physical actual WalMarts. Right. Just, uh, when you check out at checkout before yes. they ring you up, yeah, just look at them and say Smart Wrestling Fan sixty nine. Yeah, and if they uh, say you, can kind of, you could, you don't have to say it like that, but why? Not? No. But what, if they if they say these words, see, there's a, there's a pattern here. If they say these words, what is that? You then you say sixty nine, dude. You have to say that back if they say what is that. Well, yeah. So they just to jar their memory. They have a lot to remember. These poor cashiers. So. Yeah. But if you type it in, type it in anywhere you see deal code, yes, discount, promo code, name, address, anywhere you see Use that it. when you're ordering on the yeah. internet. It doesn't work everywhere, so don't get discouraged if it doesn't work the first no, not 30 times. Yet. No, not yet. No. Yet. So just... You know, Bitcoin didn't used to work everywhere. Now no, and now look, work. I could use it to buy rice and beans. More Bitcoin. And I love rice and beans. It's like my favorite foods besides rice pizza. And beans is very good, Joe. And Do you know how much rice, rice and, and beans, beans 
we can buy. Mm, I just want rice and beans uh, now. I want to go to Chipotle. I want rice and beans. Okay, what do you well, like in your rice and beans? Because you can do so much. I, I love it. I love it so much. You have no do idea. Do you like, do you, have you ever had a little bit of lemon in there? That's good. I don't like, I like lime, not lemon. Oh, drink it all up. Mm-hmm. Let's just do this podcast so we can get to next week when the money starts rolling in. Next week starts episode 911, and it might sound oh. like an emergency, but really, it's the week Larry starts getting paid. It's a money emergency. I promise. So you can see my listen, bank, out, bank account. Listen to this one. I promise that next week Larry starts getting paid for the show. Well, how can you not? You would be so greedy it's, to keep all that money so, to yourself. So if the code for some reason does not work for everyone, you could go to patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan and sign up. There you get a tons of options. Ooh, $10 time machine. Something special will be coming out in the next week. It might something be special. Wrestling fan retro. You better you better get it. So you're ready for that. And um, other things. But you could become a patron, help support the show. And then also you can ooh, you should sign up for a holiday crate basket, people. Do that. Yeah, level. it's never too early. In fact, it's very <laughs> well, I have I have stuff. tons of stuff that I'm giving out for the holidays. So yes, if you want a bunch of stuff, um, do that. If you just want to help the rock. show. I got a rock. We just watched that like two nights ago because we were late really? on that one. Yeah, we were it's late. Cool. We didn't watch it for Halloween, so we had to watch it a little after. So mm-hmm. we were like two weeks late, whatever. Uh, but uh, what you can do is also go to uh, smartwrestlingfan.com and donate with the PayPal link. Or if you just want the direct link, paypal.me slash SWF podcast. And there I said, whatever whatever people give, I'm, t- I'm telling people right now, 25% of it goes right to Larry. He's going to get paid starting next week. It's it's, it's an amazing setup. So we windfall. need more support. Win, win, windfall. We need more support or the whole show goes under. <laughs> the whole uh, system collapses if you don't support us. So there you go. Let me That's ask it. you this. As someone who just watched Peanuts, as an adult, yeah. is Lucy really the most normal one? No, she's a sociopath. I mean, she's always working angle. But no, okay. I, she would be the most successful one in the real life. The rest of them have... I guess social problems. There's, she will probably grow up to be a maybe a psychologist. Like, there's yeah, a, yeah but true, the rest of but them aren't really. There's two. Yeah, let me explain. There's well two characters in the show. There's two characters in the show bordering on sociopath. Those are Lucy and Peppermint Patty. Peppermint Patty is a complete grifter. She is a scam yeah. artist. She is a con artist. But Lucy has serious sociopath behavior. The way she but wants she to see Charlie Brown be hurt. successful adult. The way she wants. Yes, that's the thing. She'll be a bigger rat than the other rats when she gets older. So she will succeed. Yeah. Because, excuse me, the only path to to be a billionaire is a sociopath. So. Yeah. And the rest of them seem like later in life, they will all have issues. Yes. Well, poor Charlie. I feel bad for him. He's going to have some Well, some Franklin won't because he has so little character development. He is absolutely just normal. Oh, and Pigpen. My God. I don't even know where to begin with that guy. Well, he's he's like drawing characters. He's like, this character is black. Okay, I'm done with that character development. I know. I know. I know. I know. Well, we'll talk about wrestling right now. How about that? Okay. 25% of the proceeds from this are extravaganza all to Larry. Smart wrestling fan, sixty nine. 
use it. And we'll split it up the other way. It'll go. You got to whisper it loud enough, but. Yeah. 50% of it goes back into the show to pay the bills. 25% of it is so I can go get, buy some rice and beans. 25% goes to Larry. That doesn't leave any percents left, but we'll figure it out. Maybe we'll get even more percents than a hundred. Yeah. Well, you figure if we do well, we're going to get more percent. That's what I think. More percent. But seriously, it's the holidays. People give, 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 and give some more. So True. that's it. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. Okay, let's uh, let's do some news. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Blood... Oh, the jokes I don't make. Let's what, go. News. What blood type well, are bits you, Larry? And rumors and ratings. What, what blood type are you, Larry? A positive. It's on my motorcycle jacket. Okay. That's good. Okay. You know, we do the, they do that now for motorcycle jackets. It used to just be the Army, but now they do it. Well, it's good. I guess They're splattered all over the road. They want to know what, what that is on the road. So, <laughs> yeah, I got to know how to clean it up. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Start with the ratings. Last week's Monday Night Raw scored another a pretty abysmal 1.5 million viewers, almost 1.6, but eh, not so great. It's again, it's there's heavy competition. But what we're going to talk about with Raw tonight is did Triple H is he taking a nap? <laughs> is he napping right now? I wouldn't say it was bad, but I would say it was very I would say control. it was boring. I would say it was copy spectacular. Okay. control. Main event was pretty good. That's about it. Okay. I worry that Raw and WWE is starting to become what it was, where it wasn't the worst, but it was, oh, that's all there is to the, the story. The problem is- I thought th- it would be more interesting. Correct, but the problem is that's three hours. If it was only two, I might give it a pass, but I can't at three. I can't. It's not anywhere near like the convoluted mess it was when Vince was booking it. No, no, no. I'm not going to say that. But now it's like we expected this this new regime and I never expected a miracle ever. I just expected something better. All I need is a miracle. <laughs> All I need is you, Larry. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, it's Mario Sync everybody. Fan 69. Okay, so um, uh, yeah. So we'll talk about Raw when we get to Raw. SmackDown okay, Live. Worries. Yes, smart SmackDown SmackDown Live, uh, two point two million. Rock. Yes, two point two million viewers. So that's up. Uh, Dynamite nine hundred thirty thousand viewers. That's up. NXT six hundred sixty four thousand. That's a little down, but they they do pretty good every week. And Rampage four hundred fifty six thousand, which is up a tiny percent, not even one percent. That's it. Uh, well, Rampage was actually a tiny percent better this week. This is Rampage, baby. It was okay. We'll talk about it. I have things to say, of course, because that's uh, that's what we do here on the show. We talk about wrestling. Smart Wrestling Fan. The longest What's running. What's the news, Joe? Longest running weekly episodic pro wrestling podcast in the universe or something. News bits and rumors. Kevin Owens, uh, unfortunately, it may have blown out his knee. It's some kind of MCL injury, not PCL, not ACL, not QCL. It's MCL. There's probably going to be word tomorrow or so, but by I, I as of today, I don't know the answer. So I I want him to get better and everything, but it's okay if he sits out for a while because that's the thing. Sami Zayn it, stuff. Where we're heading, this Sami Zayn thing is really hot. Why not keep it going a little bit longer before we wrap it up into something else? It is really good. So we'll see what happens with that. With that there, stuff and things. Um, hopefully he's he's not out for a long time. Um, Rey Mysterio. 
if you know, um, I, I called you on Friday before SmackDown, actually early. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, I got the list, Larry. I got the list for the people in the SmackDown World Cup. This yeah. is the unreleased li- list. And it was Rey Mysterio was on that list of people. And then magically, by the time we got to SmackDown, he was not on that list. Because they figured out he's from San Diego and not Mexico. I think that's it. And then, whoops. Whoops. And then by the time we got to SmackDown, right before SmackDown, um, I had the the supposed finalized script. And there was still Rey Mysterio stuff in there. And there was still a Rey Mysterio um, promo that he was going to cut. And then these things never made it. And what? And then when we get to SmackDown, we find out that Ali has, even though he's from Raw, that's weird. But I guess, like you said, it doesn't it, matter. It, yeah, it's done. It's all lip service now. Because Ali say was on Raw this week. They're pretty. They're pretty. Well, yeah, because he's still a Raw guy. But they borrowed him for SmackDown because you know there's not like five other people that could have taken Ray's spot. But Ray, I guess he has this magical trick ankle injury. That acts up anytime he has to wrestle Dominic or go for a title that he's not going to win. It's weird. So, dog. Yeah, I remember when. Remember what did he did he stop? What was the thing where back when he he didn't show and wouldn't do stuff, and they're like, okay, and then he's like, okay, my contract's up, and they're like, no, it's yes. Yeah, that Triple H had to sit him down and say, no way, this dog. uh, that's not how that works, dog. If you are out for seven months with an injury, that part of your contract wasn't fulfilled. So you'll we'll add seven more months. And he's like, oh, man, dog, that was he's my like, whole dog. Plan. Yeah, dog. How could you do that to me, dog? You betrayed do you think me. Anytime Vince yeah. was talking to Ray about faking and I mean, having injuries yeah. or not wanting to do something mm-hmm. or, dr- or drugs or drugs. Uh, do you think Vince ever, ever like sarcastically said? Well, that'll be it, dog. I bet he didn't. Wow. It sounds like something he might say, but I bet we only say dog to mock Rey Mysterio. I don't know. It, you, know you know what? No, I take it back. It's possible. Oh, no, no, no. No, Vince would say something racist, like amigo. Mm. Yeah, he. Vin, I could see Vince saying home slice. <laughs> Rasta. So there's that. Yeah, Steve there's Rasta. that. Remember that? Rasta, whatever. <laughs> yes. Get your Rastafarians out of here. Yeah, so we don't know what the extent of Kevin Owens' injury or Rey Mysterio's possible injury are. So, But we do know the extent of Vince's racism. We do know, and it's um, he said the N-word on TV, so on live pay-per-views. <laughs> we know his what he thinks. Oh, is that the best example of the old thing where you have your stupid white people work and they're like, why can't I say the N-word? Yes. He's like, well, I can. He, and he did. He's like, I have enough money that I I can get away with anything. And he did. End of story. The opening of wrestling now still says, now, then, now, forever, to get her. It still says that. <laughs> to get her. Yeah, that's, that's what it was all for, just all, to get her. I mean, And her. And her. It still says that. Why are we? Why? 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 Okay. No. Oh, one sees do you this. have in the news that he's kind of just off scot free now? Yay! He is. I mean, I a few weeks understand. ago, I didn't talk about it because I didn't want to get frustrated. But a few weeks ago, yeah, the investigation's up. They spent almost twenty million dollars investigating. 
this uh that's like hush money stuff and it's for vince yes it is yes, for vince, it's very expensive women. um but uh it's terrible we shouldn't laugh at it but it's it's funny to because people will cry otherwise but um he got away with it unfortunately they had old man lech insurance is that what it's called what's called so. lecherous insurance and i'm serious that is a thing i'm not making this up you could look it up lecherous <laughs> look it up that's not what it's called okay but you can look it up and figure it out but anyway they had insurance against this kind of thing and vince uh so some of the money is going to come back via insurance. And then Vince, I guess, put an IOU in the cookie jar. So he's going to pay back some of the money. So the point is, yes, he just got away with it. So so to be Unless there's civil clear, suits, he just got away with it. Yes. To be clear, the investigation showed what he did was illegal. Yes. Without a doubt, he did it. Yes. He admitted he did it. Yes. And the end. Unless those women come after him, but they have to have a really good lawyer that gets them around the the hush money contracts or whatever. Uh, yeah, there's nothing that can be done. It's it's horrible. It's just awful. So, that's I'm sure if he didn't have any money, the same thing would... Oh, wait. <laughs> yep. It's it's pathetic. But we'll move on here. Um, oh, and finally in the news, uh, AEW Rampage on the 25th, which is Black Friday. Yeah, day after Thanksgiving. It's going to be on at 4 p.m. Vince hates that day. I know, he does. Why can't we have White Friday? I know. He said that. You know he said that. You know he said that. I know he did. Of course he did. So what did I just say, Larry? Did you hear any of that news? You said Black Friday, and I said Black Vince. Joke. Okay, but when... You said AEW was going to have a sale on Black Friday. No, okay. You didn't. I knew you weren't listening. Cassidy. I love how you listen to me. So Rampage... Is going to be on at 4 Not my p.m. Part of the show. Okay, what did I just say? Rampage is going to be on it. Uh, this is talk. Black Friday. Oh my God. <laughs> Everyone gets a live experience of talking to Larry on the phone right here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to tell him something and then he talks right over me. Okay, so it's going to be on at 4 p.m. Thanks, hockey. 4 p.m. on Friday. <laughs> I want a t-shirt that just says, thanks, Thanks, hockey. hockey. I know, I do too. <laughs> I have a t-shirt that I have no idea. Maybe a listener knows what it means. I have a t-shirt that just says, Harry Potter hates Ohio. I have no idea what it means, but wow. I love wearing a t-shirt. Wow, I don't I don't know either. That's... I just found it. It says, Harry Potter, Potter hates Ohio, and I must have this shirt. Okay, that's great. <laughs> and then uh, I said that was <laughs> the, fi- the final thing, but also, you know what we should do? The limbo. The tribute to the, the poops. I mean, no, no, no. Oh. Remember that song, "Do the Watusi"? It was like by uh, Howie Mandel or something. Remember that? Did I make that up? Oh, didn't he do something? Yes, and I don't know if I remember, but it sounds so strangely okay. familiar. I think so. But anyway, tribute to the troops. Spoilers. Should we do those? Because it got taped, and I don't even know when it airs. It might air in December. I have no <laughs> idea. They have gotten. Since this started, every year it gets lazier yes. and lazier. Oh, I can't wait to tell you about this one, though. I think eventually they're just going to have a Girl Scout troop show up to Raw and show them, and that's going to be it. Probably. They might have already done that. But first of all, it's SmackDown, not Raw. But here's the here's the lineup. If you don't want it, no one is going to tune this out because they can't wait for Tribute to the Troops. So I'm just going to say it. Here are the spoilers. We are not reviewing that show. 
There are three <laughs> three matches on Tribute to the Poops. Troops. Okay, let Oops. me guess because it's it's filmed now, so it has to be evergreen matches, right? None of them even make sense. They well, don't. That would be kind they of really don't because they aren't ruining any stories. There's not. I don't think these are guessable, Larry. Well, I don't know what they're going to do if Big Show's not a Big Show's not around. Interest Stratus. That's okay. Well, they got a new go Big to. Show. So what's oh, his God. name? He's I'm not awesome. even from SmackDown. Oh yes, he is. Oh, he is Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. Who did he beat? It's oh, somebody that. It's somebody they all that have to be SmackDown. I want to say it's somebody that's only had one match ever on SmackDown. Ever. Oh my god! Because really? they're so like new or haven't wrestled. And this match, is somebody from. Uh... It's somebody Steve from no, it's K-Fab no, 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 or... no. It's somebody from from SmackDown, but it he used to be in a faction. He's not anymore. L.A. Knight. Yes, Ron Strowman beat L.A. Knight. You are correct. So you win. Okay, but that that means L.A. Knight's going to be in a holding pattern for a while if they think that he's still going to be that L.A. Knight. <laughs> well, probably. Yeah. You could pretty if this is going to be held off. You can pretty much tell whoever loses is not going to be doing anything for the near future well not so really who is the female there's a female mat here's match, the, right here's why you're wrong about that because these the rest are t- the the other two are tag matches one's one's a regular mm-hmm. tag excuse me also known as a straight up tag team match and the other one's a six-man tag and because of that reason oh your logic doesn't really work in this one no women matches well the, yes the straight up tag team matches females Oh God! You want to guess it? it? I'm not guessing. No. Okay. Not even not even one guess. Okay. It is Lacey Evans. No, she's not in it. I don't know why. Oh wait, because she she had a she's a heel. Got flag tattoo on her butters. I know, but she's a heel. Is she a heel? Yes. You say that. No one will cheer her, so she's a heel. Evaluating where we were told she was reevaluating her career for the five seconds they talked about her this week. Oh my God, that was bad. We'll talk about that on SmackDown, but okay. The match was Ronda and Shayna in the MMA Connection. I guess they are called. They're not called that. They beat the made-up team of... <laughs> I could barely say this. Someone that we're going to see on yeah. Raw for the first time in, like, years tonight. Um, Tamina and her tag team partner, Emma. Dana Brooke? Oh. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. Who won? Don't tell me. Don't tell me because I want to watch that. Really? You know who won. Give me a break. Well, Tamina won because there is nobody mean. Right. Of course. No, Tamina lost. Okay. So, and then the main event, maybe this was first. I don't even think this was the main event. I think Braun Strowman was the main event. The This match was, <laughs> I think, seriously think it was the opener. Um, Six-man tag. Who was it? You want to guess? No, there's no way. It's impossible. Who is it? The Models Inc. N- no, they're, they're. I don't even think they exist anymore. It was Drew, the the made up team of Drew, Sheamus, and Ricochet. Why is Ricochet in there? I don't know. Why wouldn't you just use one of the other goons? I don't know. And they beat Imperium, Against? probably pinning, probably pinning Kaiser. Oh, or at least that's something. That's something. That's the main event, I think. 
I think that's the main event. I don't think it is. I think that was first. Imperium get booed. The soldiers will think they're Germans. Didn't we already beat you? Yes. So there you go. Give us a country we haven't beat yet. So that was great. Remember when we used to beat countries in wars? That was great. Wow. I don't know what to say about that. It's such a good streak going, and then suddenly just (laughs) should have kept beating up on Europe. That was our problem. Wow. I thought you were going to say something to screw you. Can't beat anybody outside Europe. Okay, we're done here. All right, let's do uh, dynamite. Should we? Dynamite. Shall we? We should. If I was smart enough to open. Oh, of course you wouldn't do that. Why would you want to do that? Uh, Dynamite, which was from the Lewis Gargic Arena. What is Gargic? Was it really? Massachusetts. Is it really from there? Boy, these words. Yeah. Excalibur, Tony Schiavante, and Taz. That can't be right. So we start out hot with the Gun Club, Swerving Our Glory versus FTR and the Acclaimed. Okay. okay. I guess. The Firm is at ringside. If you don't know who they are, well, yeah. You think about them, you can pull one or two guys out. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Billy Gunn runs out before the match and wants to beat everybody up. And there's cursing. Yes. Keith Lee is the only face on his side, sort of. <laughs> Yeah. And everybody right. does. This seemed like a tribute to the troops because everybody does like finishers and we all get our spots. Finally, Big Rig and Bowens pins Austin. Yeah. But not Steve. One of the Austin. Just that's uh, what it is. So that was an opener. He was fine. MJF was on a podcast. I don't know which one. I'm sure it was something. Not, not ours. Uh, so I don't care. No. And he talks about how this match he's going to have with Moxie is the most important match in wrestling because he's a once in a lifetime guy and they're going to make history. And it said nothing, but he said it well. So he, he did. He sounded great. Stokely. And I did like the fact he's on a podcast and talked for 10 minutes. That was, was weird. Like, I got and obviously very, you know, again, I don't, I, I don't want to, I don't, I can't even say it. Forget it. Do you think? Do you think MJF said what's what's the name of the radio? (laughs) I bet he did say that. Oh, Bobby, doing good stuff now, Bobby. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Stokely Hathaway package. This was weird. "Ah." It was weird because I don't know where it's going. He said, uh, "MJF, we were the bestest friends ever. But now I'll see you in heck." If I which means you're going to heck too. Where to God? If this is. Boy, I took that beat MJF's boy. I, I took, took that beat, beating so. like a man from the firm that one night and they threw me through a table and boy, oh boy, that was the biggest swerve the devil ever made or whatever. And he's really no. with them this whole time. I don't like that. I just want him to use um, MJF Regal's needs to stay away from the brass firm. knuckles. I don't want this. What is this? No, he needs to stay away from the firm no matter how it goes. He was cheapened by standing around all those jobbers. And I really do like Stokely Hathaway. He's great, but he's got a stable <clears> full of jobbers and you can't. Tell I know, but different. Larry, look at the way, look at the rhyming poetry of they helped him pull down the chip. They help him win the title. It's all there. I don't it's like it good, at all. No, I don't think it's good either. And I, it really upsets me because I thought, I thought I had the perfect story, but, but the rhyming poetry with, Steven Regal is still there and much better. Yes, but 
I, I, I mean, the Stokely thing. Why have just this Stoke, Stokely to video make then? you think you know the easy answer and it's going to be a better story, which we were talking about with Regal? Okay, I hope maybe. I'm worried. Let's, let's just worried. The pay per view is this weekend. It is Saturday night. It is wow, days they away. Done a little better then. You'd think. Hmm. No, because okay. the, this isn't the go home show. They're still this week's show. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. When you say this week, I think this. I'm saying this week, as in it stays away to the pay per view, but but there's also no. There's also right, a dynamite no coming up in, in a day and a half. So yes. Speaking of full gears, full gear contenders match. First round, Ethan Page versus Eddie Kingston. Okay, I'm good for this. Match, match, match. Oh, we're told AEW is going to the UK. Yes, and that's the thing. They said they would announce stuff uh, soon. So I think today. Do you think it's one place or like a couple of places? I'm not sure. Because if if you're going to London, just say you're going to England. Why do you always have to say UK? Don't say UK unless you're going Um, to England, then over to Scotland, then to (laughs) Ireland's. Ethan, Ethan, yes. Ethan, Ethan taps Stoke, Stokely distracts you so they don't see it. And Aww. oh, Ego's Edge, Ethan Page wins. So good. Okay. Now I need to see Eddie Kingston really angry and just beat someone up because he's, he's, he's had be. a bad couple of months. He, has. he needs to explode. Yep. I agree. And somebody. I agree. Renee has Roosh and the Roosh's assistant and mm-hmm. the Dark Order. Wow. And Roosh says, hey, I'm going to win this whole tournament thing. And Tin, I'm going to give you the first title okay. shot. If, is he in love with Tin? Yes, is, he must be. That must be the story. That he's like, please, I love you, Tin. Take off that mask so I can see what I actually love. I don't know what else this would be. I don't. No, and it's it's Tin. Has he ever won a title? Has he ever won a he match? He doesn't even win matches except on he Dark. push for one week. I, I, I don't get it. It makes no sense. But what does John Silver say? Oh, what was his funny line? He said, you're a roosh bag. Oh, yes. yes. And <laughs> then they funny. argue around. It's stupid. Although, this is silly. Yeah. But I do like the semi-payoff that's coming up, Nick. On, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. It's it's just makes sense. Mm-hmm. I like things that make sense. Uh, yep. Who is Air DeVoe? Ari Davari. Oh, Air DeVoe okay. is in the ring, and he's going to <laughs> offer Wardlow to own his butler if Wardlow gives him the TNT yeah, title. What? What a terrible trade! Also, does is that a legal? Would that no, be in the record it's, books? It's of... slavery or something? No, you can't do that. So TNT title match: Wardlow versus Davari. Wouldn't it be better if he wrestled him first? Because he might have won. I I'd guess. wrestle and lose and be like, will you take my butler? Yeah. Uh, Joe is out there. Not you, Joe. Samoa Joe. Because oh. he's attached at the hip to Wardlow. Yeah. And uh, the butler is taken out. Ha ha. Wardlow wins easily, of course. Tony Schiavone says, well, if he doesn't want the butler, I'll take him. I don't think it's like a half a banana. No. It's... You don't get the I'll, leftovers, I'll the Tony. Uh no. Wardlow calls out Hobbs because he's sick of all this. Sneak yeah, packing. why wouldn't he be? And he says, and then Wardlow says, Hobbs, I'm going to beat you because I want every, because Hobbs doesn't have a title, but Wardlow says, I want every title in the company. Yeah, that was a weird now, line to say. I understand why they said it, but saying it when Hobbs was there was dumb. 
And also what happens next, Joe, who was a title holder in another company. Yeah. I do, was he offended because Joe finally attacks Wardlow from behind? Well, the thing is, Larry, Samoa Joe turns heel or just has a problem with Wardlow wanting all the titles in the company because right now that Ring of Honor TV title is in the company. Come come December or January, so. yes, that will go away. But right now, still an AEW title. And in the future, I still think it should be called the AEW Ring of Honor. I know that's confusing. I think the show should be called AEW. That's true, because they don't call the NXT title the WWE NXT title. You're right. That's that's true. Okay, good point. So Joe chokes out Wardlow and stares at Hobbs. So they're not, and they the commentators make it sure to oh they're not he's not on the same team as Hobbs because we made this confusing so we had to say that. I don't care. I just honestly want to see Joe beat people up. So yeah, the when do we Joe's get that? Heel, the better. Yeah, mm-hmm. and to see him beat up Wardlow would yeah. be great. That's mm-hmm. fine. I'm, I was tired of Joe being some weird tag team part. That, that whole thing was weird. It was weird. It's okay to do it for a while, but why does the end always have to be that Samoa Joe turns heel? Why can't why can't it just be no. he moves on? Because people are going to cheer him. I don't understand this. But they do cheer him beating people up, so I'll cheer him beating people. I'll I know. Heel as he wants. Uh, Renee has the Jade babies back there, and they want the title back. I guess <clears throat> what the J babies? Who are they? Jade babies. Oh, the Jade wannabes. babies. The baddies. Got it. Baddies. Yes, yeah. that's what they're called. I hate this next part. Tony so do I. Britt Baker and Sarah, Sarah Lee. Oh, wait, she's the opposite of Sarah Lee because nobody doesn't like Sarah you mean Lee. mean Slayer Saraya? Nobody does yes. like Sarara in the ring. <laughs> Sarara is awesome. She says, <sighs> I've never, ever seen anyone outside of pretending to be a heel make something all about I them know. as much as she I know. Does. It's like everything it's like, is about her. She's, this is so- a, she's obsessed that every day, all I could do is think about Soraya and what's, what's going on. Every, what, I wonder how she's doing today. That's what I first thing when I wake up, I, I don't, she's doing. I don't understand this. And I also don't understand for somebody that's supposed, supposedly so emo- emotionally fragile and not introverted, but I'm looking for another word, but insecure is so full of themselves and acting like they're not, but they are, which again, sociopath behavior, but that's a whole different story. This, this segment was hard to listen to because, well, go ahead, say what the words are in it all. And I'll explain why it's so bad. She starts off with, I bet you guys are all wondering what's happening with me. That's how she's talked right. every time she's been out. So like it's far. all, I the know whole show is about her. I know yes. everybody loves me. Yep. And then she says she's 100% cleared. Okay. And I, and thank God for Britt Baker. Cause Britt Baker goes, what but does she, that even mean? She does it in the Daniel Bryan way. She's like, Hmm, unfortunately for Britt Baker, I'm cleared. But no she one does the that unfortunately in a positive tone, so you're you're not tricked. She's like, oh yeah, no one was tricked. Yeah, not at all. Supposed to say, unfortunately. Yes, I know. I She's bad at this. But then it gets Soraya worse. Soraya, uh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> wow, for all what she thinks about herself, she does not seem to be very over with the crowd. Because Britt is the star and she is just a new person. And the new person hasn't showed us jack 
So well, she has shows. Well, not, uh, not yeah, on AEW. So, <laughs> yeah. Larry. So it's a match of full full gears. And then Soraya punks out Baker. And okay, but hold on. You didn't say that words that are in the important part. What words? Rick words cuts the promo that says, she says, you're, you're just a superstar from WWE. And I built this house brick by brick. And I didn't see you laying those bricks. And everything Brit's oh, saying is, everything. I missed that. Everything Brit's saying is true. Everything Brit's well, saying yeah. is right. And. How could has, has you? Brit ever how been could a lying heel? No, and that's the thing. Other yeah. than her conspiracy things, that's just like comedy. But other than that, no, she's told the truth, and she says, "You know, I you you are because you, you you got to the part where they're fighting already, right?" Yeah. Well, no, because here's why: because Brit's like, "I did all this stuff here. I did all this stuff here. I'm great." And then Paige here says, you've only been wrestling for three years and I've been wrestling for 37 or something, which is not real. So I'm better than you and you were never in WWE. And is this the part where she says, I headlined the Tokyo Dome or something? Do you know she's never even wrestled in the Tokyo Dome ever? I cannot say, just please keep going. And then... what? <laughs> She's never been in the Tokyo Dome in her life. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then they fight. But the point is, this was, I hated the segment so much. You put way too much. Like, no one thought that wasn't what this story was going to be. The problem isn't even going to be this. I don't want to see a match where Britt Baker is worrying about touching her opponent and then having to put her over. This is going to I suck. know. She's going to throw a football at her. I, for that? nothing. Again, for nothing. At least in WWE, when you pull out Goldberg, Stone Cold, Undertaker, when you pull them out and put them in a ring that they have no business being in, yeah, at least someone's excited about that. Yes. Who cares about Paige Soraya? I don't think anyone does, and I think that this they, oh, they don't usually. Let me put do, it this way: yeah. Do people who care about her are they the AEW fans? It's almost the opposite. An AEW no, fan some would of, not like her. Some of the AEW hardcores that used to watch WWE and love AEW, yes, were big fans of her. Because she well, came, remember she was the anti-diva, so they they love that. So they were very excited was when she? she came into AEW. Was she? I know. Was I'm, she? I know. I'm not saying it's real or fake. I'm saying that the fans bought into that and were like, look, it's a real wrestler from NXT. This is good. And they accepted her into AEW, assuming she would wrestle one day. They want to watch that match at the pay-per-view. What I'm worried about is AEW doesn't do the thing that WWE women do, where all they do is practice a match move for move, and that way if they get lost, they're never going to figure it out, and they're, it's going to suck. They don't do that. You mean that. the way you don't do wrestling? I, the way you don't do wrestling, exactly. So... I'm worried that they're going to just try and call a match in the ring here, probably plan three spots or five spots or whatever, call the match in the ring, and this is going to be a terrible, terrible train wreck. So, uh, whatever, I guess we'll find always, out on Saturday. I always thought about good wrestling as it was like you had a guy or two guys, whatever, 
two guys dancing together, perfectly valid. I'm good with. It. But uh, one one guy, yes. it's the same song. They know the song, and one guy's knows to dance, and the other guy's knows to dance. But they're not really like dancing, practicing together. But they both get in the ring. They know the song. They both have a dance. Of course, in some way they make their dance work together. Of course. Even though they haven't like practiced every move like Fred Astaire and yes. Ginger or something. But that's you're talking about two professionals and that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. This is someone that maybe was a professional years ago, but it's been so long. You know what? I'm worried that now they're they are doing that practice thing. It's you like may they have must to be. with this. If you're not if you're trying Ooh. not to hurt someone, that's what you do with celebrities. You practice it down. You I think that's what they're treating her like. Don't think that's the wrong way to do it. I don't know about this. Hey, uh, Sanjay, Sanjay Dutt pays the factory. Wow. How much would you pay them? I don't know, but that was a thin envelope. <laughs> so <laughs> for, for what, 20 guys, there's like 20 guys in the factory, right? That's the thing. They all got to eat. They're at least yes. big. Uh, so best friends of Dan Housen come in. They're like, what you doing? And they say, Lee Johnson, I want a title shot. And Orange Cassidy says, sure. And this is very confusing because we have that little segment, normal, right? And then suddenly we're back with the best. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Saying you're a scumbag. Okay. I used to call it the white flash when I did it um, in uh, college. That's what I called it. The white flash. Well, that's Um, racist. No, it's not. was white. It's not. Um, And reverse flash should have been black, right? That's true. But it was also white. Yellow and white. Yeah. Yeah, It's weird. Uh, So- yeah, they did what they did like almost a lens flare white flash ripoff, but it did, yeah, it was a bad edit. It sucked. Yeah. I didn't like it. Between that and the really horrible special water effects that they used again this week. Oh my god, they, why did they do that two weeks in a row? This video package this week was even better, but that water thing is sucks. Oh, the video packages are great, and then suddenly it, it looks like they just said. You guys stand here and we'll wave cellophane behind you to be. It was almost like terrible. But it was almost like they cut out photographs of them and dragged them across a picture of water. (laughs) Isn't that what it would look like? Am I wrong? It was like the flying toasters. It was bad. uh, Now, because of that little bit, Trent versus Jay Lethal. Uh, A lethal attacks before the bell, beats him up really bad. And then Tony Schiavone, Mr. Heel, says. That needs to happen more often. They should beat people up before the of bell. Of course. Why, why aren't, you know. Really, Tony? Tony, that mean heel. You know. So Chuck and Dan Housen come down. And the, the commentators talk about Jeff Jarrett's motives. What could they be? Oh, my God. What, who cares? What, what incredible, you know. Oh, my God. Machinations could Jeff Jarrett have <sighs> going? Well, let's find out. Uh, uh, Satman Singh headbutts Dan Housen. That was weird. Uh, lethal injection, Jay wins. Fine. Dutt brings out Jarrett. So now we'll find a, his his huge machinations are he's here because he has a friend here. What? But last week, didn't he know secrets? He, then, he knew then secrets Jeff about Jarrett Sting. Talks, he and knew a stage s- manager tries to wrap him up. And he says, yeah. and he chases a stage manager. Yes. But before that happens, he takes a shot at WWE for no reason. Did oh, you hear what he's giving him tons of money oh, that he never earned over his life? I know. Did you hear what he said? He said, he said, I've made so much money and I've never drawn a dime. He said, he said, Satnam Singh is a real giant, not some, and he meant Braun Strowman monster in skinny jeans 
being produced. Wow, why by, the hate for Braun Strowman? Well, hold on. Being produced by the Banana Nose Circus. Ooh. So now he's making fun of Triple H's big nose, which was what? Big, big news nose in 1996. News nose. Wow. What year is this? Uh, this is horrible. Why is this there's here? There's so much wrong with this. Yeah. Number one, we have tons of real talent who need TV time. This means nothing. Two, yeah. he's he's never brought anybody into any product ever in his life. Yep. Three. AEW could have been the only wrestling federation not to have Jeff Jarrett steal money from them, but now 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 it's every now wrestling he took federation. Money from them, so, Jeff yep. Jarrett has stole money from every. Yeah. Has there ever been anybody who has taken more money in wrestling and drawn less? No one has no. ever wanted to see. Jeff remember Jarrett when Jeff Jarrett was taking money him. from when we remember when we we were commissioned to do Wrestle Kingdom nine. <laughs> um, Larry and we reviewed it and when it was Matt Stryker and Jim Ross doing commentary and they had no idea what they were talking about that show, Jeff Jarrett was in the bullet club and he was taking money from new Japan. I mean, right there. Yep. You, you what? could say he's one of the worst wrestlers ever, but he is the most crafty money stealing wrestler I've ever known way above Kevin Nash. Yep. So, yeah. Where were we at besides my hatred for Jeff Jarrett? Oh, oh Renegade at, has yeah. Jungle Boy. How does Renegade have Jungle Boy? Isn't he dead? Oh, I think it's Renee. I think my it's Renee. Say, yeah. Renegade has Jungle you're Boy. Right. Okay, Renee has Jungle Boy in the back. And Jungle Boy says, I want to do a face-to-face on Rampage for a challenge with Christian and... What? He wants what? a challenge, but it has to be face-to-face, but it's not He wants to tell them... He wants to tell them what his plan is match, or his yes. the obvious match they're going to have, which we already knew. Yep. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Renee, John Moxley comes out with Regal to talk. And Moxley just says stuff about how back in his past, he was a tough guy. And Lord Stephen Regal, he wanted to beat him up. But Stephen Regal beat him up instead yeah. mm-hmm. and taught him a lesson. And that's what he's going to do to MJF. And I really did like the go home, though. He said, MJF, you know, all, the, all this stuff. Everything you've ever done into the point when you wrestle me was easy. So that was Love it. cool. It, it was very Moxley good. Moxley does a good job. It was excellent. Yep. I think it's interesting that when the Shield was a thing, Moxley was my pick as a standout star. And honestly, all of them have been good standout stars. They, have, I'm not they gonna... really, I mean, Reigns is holding down How do you get that Smackdown? lucky to pick three guys? I don't, That's cr- it was crazy. I don't know. It, they all they are they're all completely over in 2022. They are all big huge stars right now. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to say this in my raw review, but raw is there is no heat, there is no good the, a raw is ice cold if it wasn't for Seth Rollins. Yeah. As much as I hate that character, right, because as much, I can hate his character, but he's still a great talent. Yep. But to think, how many stables have we seen? And, of course, oh, this guy's going to come out of the stable maybe or no one. Or You put three guys together and all three are deservedly superstars. Everyone deserves to be a superstar, yeah. all three of them. Yep. I mean, it, it's like the Beatles. You had Paul McCartney's songwriting and John Lennon's intelligence and, and you know, George Harrison's soul. That's all. Stop. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm Good just joke. happy to be here. Good joke, Larry. 
Uh, the elite video that clock's ticking so maybe they're coming back i liked how now the whole logo disappears into dust like yes that company wouldn't exist without them so yes the elite are and they showed all the gears so it's full gear the elite i don't know if it's a match for the 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 trio's title or if it's just they're returning regardless i can't wait till saturday they may leave that trio's title alone because i like the whole death triangle thing going on i know but why wouldn't you want to come back and get those right back because then death triangle story seems kind of disrupted there's a video no, about but there's Bryce no and he you you Daniel either Bryan's, do that yeah. i'm sorry to interrupt you but there, you either no, do no, that, but I you either do that or you put you put omega in the main event and you can't do that because it's mjf mm-hmm. and moxa right now or you do the nwo thing where you're like hey yo you, you know can do outsider stuff. I know you could, but we yeah. know who they. The problem is we know who they are, and they're already with sure. the company, so that's the problem with that. You could do it, uh, but yeah. A video about Daniel Bryanson feeling disrespected. Mm-hmm. Okay. Blue Sky versus Jamie Hader. Why is this match? I don't know. I don't know, but it's fine. It's not that long. It's fine. Did Blue Sky have Tony Storm at ringside? Didn't she come out later? Uh, she came out later. Yeah. Okay. Why did I put that? Maybe she walked her out and then she went back and then she does come out later. Uh, you know, I can't remember uh, yet another lariat. There is a lot of lariats. Well, but she does. She's trying to do like, she's trying to do the rainmaker like Okada, but she's not as good at it. It doesn't look as strong. Or was she either had more? I don't know how to explain it. She has to watch some Okada matches and, and just get better at it. Because I like the move. I love the Rainmaker. It's a great move. Yeah. I, I will be way too drunk by Raw, but remind me when we do Baron, was it Baron Corbin. Wow. I'm already drunk now. Uh, somebody was doing finishers that, uh, I'll get it to her. Okay. Uh, Storm saves Sky Blue after she loses. Yeah. Dante Martin is going to get, go against Brian Cage in that tournament that no one is really yeah. sure what it means. Well, I'm, back, I think I know what it means now. I think I figured it out. In the back, Marvez is upset and Lance because Lance Archer beat up Ricky Starks before they were going to have a match for that tournament. So what happens now? Yeah. We'll find out later. Uh, Daniel Bryanson versus Sammy Guevara, two out of three falls. Rico goes to commentary. Sammy just gets a chair, beats up Danielson, and then, of course, Danielson wins the first fall, but he's hurt the whole match. So, so yeah, the, the rare DQ. And the last time we saw a thing like this, it was in the pack match where he um, got a DQ because it was two out of three falls. So Yeah, I'm surprised go. Tony didn't say that. They should do that or every whatever time. whatever it was, whether it was Shoot Iron Man, him in two the head, three falls, and then whatever you can pin him twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sammy. Exactly. Uh, GTH, Sammy. No, Sammy didn't get the second fall. Yeah, he did. Oh. So they could be tied and then, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tyke pulls out the ref when the crowd is messing. The crowd chants you messed at. A last fall is LaBelle Lock and Sammy Taps, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Done and done. It was, it's okay. I don't understand a feud between Sammy and Bryanson right now, but they're both on TV, so... It's that's a preview of the four way match. That's all at the paper. But but they had their own little feud here. But and when are we? Yeah, I know. But I'm saying it leads to the pay per view. Yeah. 
But is is him? I I think it's a good idea. He lost because now Sammy's a little more mad, and you're thinking, and hey, this Sammy, is a four-way there's a match. chance Sammy could steal it because it only is the Ring of Honor title. It's not like it's anything else. So Sammy could. They're gonna make us believe. In I that would match like that. that Sammy's gonna win that title. I don't think Jericho should be losing it though. I don't. That's just it. I don't want I think, Jericho to lose it. But I think we Sammy need, winning it is a fun story. We need Jericho to defend it against Cesaro or Claudio at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. And we need Jericho to retain. And when we go to TV, we need Jericho to be the heel world champion. That's what we need. I'm saying it right now. Let's not change that. It is the only through storyline Ring of Honor has to start their TV shows off with. Yeah. That's what I think. I think that's what we need. Because we right need... now, no one rem- no one knows any storyline from previous. No, Honor. we don't. So, so the only through line exactly. story right now is, is, yeah, it has to kind of. And then eventually that. the answer of who takes it off Jericho is Brian Danielson. It, he is the hero of Ring of Honor. That's what you do. That's your long-term goal right there. We have Jericho. It's, he's starting to destroy the Ring of Honor show the day it starts. That's it. There, I just booked it. Tony, it's TK. Hire me. It's not that hard. I got it. You know why it's not that hard? I'm not booking 50 things and running a football franchise and doing all this other stuff. So that's why. So there you go. Football franchise. Football franchise. Football franchise. Sounds delicious. Mm. Okay, what do we got? Oh, SmackDown. Still well, we better have, than Raw. We might have emails. Oh, you might have emails. Checking, check, check, checking for emails. I have one. It's uh, from Dance Commander. Oh, oh my gosh. Please tell me that this guy is a uh, fan of the group I love, and now I can't remember their their name. Yep, the group you love. (sighs) Yep. Electric Six. There you go. That's it. That's what it is. I love electric six. He I says, play, uh, I play electric six on the jukebox. There you go. Perfect. I'm actually saddened by the sudden ending of war. Joe. I was the one fan that liked them together. <laughs> Even though Joe, not you, Joe versus Wardlow versus Hobbs should be good. But how is it a match? Like it's a three way match without Smojo's title online. It doesn't even make sense to me. Too many titles. He says, We've seen this before where you, you make a match and you forget that some guy has a title. And you're like, well, I guess he already has a title. Whatever. Yeah. Well, uh, he says uh, that would have still, he would have still liked the team to remain together for a while longer. But at least I could take solace in the fact that Larjo will still be here every week. <laughs> yes. That's it. Um, the we the talk of impact last week reminded me have you seen the joe hendry skits they're worth checking out you're not the first person to tell me about this but no i didn't um the best thing impact has done in years so he's saying you should watch some of those uh the impact skits I'll, i'll try to watch those so yeah he says gonna put my overcoat on and ask people in the park if they want to see my time machine for only ten dollars just like the song (laughs) keep up the good work dance commander thank you Thank you. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. Larry, look what you've done. You've corrupted the youth. Um, okay, so what? Boy, Smackdown I now? A, I, hope he's, I hope that's an Electric Six. Good band. You need to listen to Electric Six. What else do you need to do? Yell out what? Oh, yell out. I'm on fire! No! no you yell out. <laughs> you yell out. Smart Wrestling Fans, 69. Mm-hmm. Use it. Use electric, 
Use it. I muted myself. Electric 69. Okay. Smackdown live. Oh my God. They got a new theme song. Finally. Are you ready for a good time is dead? I guess they weren't. Yeah. I don't know what this song is, but it's better than that. Cause anything is better than that song. Is it better than the raw song? Cause I hate that song too. Do you really? I thought it's, I think the raw song's mm. fine. I don't know. I got a who, but a habit, a habit, a what? And it feels like greatness. Up, hip. Okay, Indiana. Who did they give a shout out to this week? Like Nazareth or something? Sabbath. Yeah, yeah, because they're doing the War Games song. Yes. Yeah, I know, but it's wow. They're like that brand new song from Black Sabbath. Remember that? That's got to be good for bands, though. That would well, maybe it's not. I don't want to get into that. Um, Usos come out on SmackDown and we have Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman and Solo Sokoa watching backstage. So watching this and because Sammy Zane, because he's really mm, over. Wow. Nope. Okay. So Where I have Sammy. I'll tell you. Tell me. Something big was going to happen on the show and then Sammy wasn't there and they changed it. Nah, you told me that. I know. I was, and I was excited for that. I had the script. I will tell people at the end. Or maybe before that. So it's going to be a tag title match for the record of longest tag title reign in WWE history. The Usos against the New Day. Oh my God, Larry, there's a, <laughs> there's a sign in the crowd that says commercials equal no pins. <laughs> oh my God, that's great. It's amazing. How has this taken 40 years in wrestling? I don't know. Because it's probably been on once and nobody even that's didn't catch great. on. Of course, this is a great match. It's New Day against Usos. Great. And then, uh, so it's a, it's a, like I said, it's a good match if you want to watch it. Midnight Hour outside the ring to one Uso. So you think that this could be it. Midnight Hour to the other Uso in the ring. That should be it, right? I mean, New Day should win. No. The other Uso somehow gets up off the floor, breaks up the pin, and then they do a super 1D to Kofi. And the Usos retain... And Cole explains it. So I was really pleased with this plot hole thing because they're they they're like, the Usos have broken the record. And it's like, but there's still three more days of the New Day's record. So knowing Xavier Woods, wouldn't he go, King me, King me, King me, King me, King, King me. And he'd say, where's Saturday night's main event so we could break the record or whatever. <laughs> but Cole Friday fills night. the plot hole and he says, Cole says, with no matches between now and Monday, the Usos officially break the record. Fair enough. And yeah, Reigns. Fine. Backst- all you got to do is say it. That's all they had to do was say it. And they did. Reigns looks pleased backstage. So everything's everything's good in the, in the bloodline. They say the SmackDown World Cup is next. And I look at the graphic and no Rey Mysterio there anymore. And Ali is there instead. So something changed today. So. We you know what I like it. about the bloodline right now? Everything. It's well, yeah, but it's the opposite. Empire Strikes Back. Everything's coming up roses for them right now. Yeah. So now, when when things do fall apart, it's much better. You have to. You. It's it's Shakespeare. You know, you have to have somebody of great stature before you can have a tragedy. They have to be on top of the world, and they really kind of are now. They really like, are. But you don't want to start breaking them up until you find a better replacement. And oh, you have true. To be very but I'm careful saying you really have built them up to. They're like in a Shakespeare play. They're like the king. They are. Oh no! Oh, oh my god! Look at what horrible thing. It's happens. some amazing. I want to say it's some amazing accidental storytelling. 
because there's no way to organically make something like this. I mean, organically. You make. mean unorganically? I, there's no way. No, I'm saying organically make is already an oxymoron right there. I'm saying there's no way to create this. It has to happen organically, and it yes. did. Yes. Yeah. I know. Confusing. Uh, but, backstage. Yeah. No. Okay. It had a really good skeleton, and it got fleshed out organically. You said skeleton. Skeleton. Yeah. No. You said it wrong. It's going to get you, Larry. That skeleton. Um, backstage, the Usos celebrate. And Reigns looks all mad, but he's just kidding. He says, it's time for, he says, but tonight it's going to be time for me to handle some business myself, but I need you by my side for this. And should I tell people now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll forget it. I'll forget it. In the original script, it's the anointment of Sami Zayn as Sami Uso. Which would have been so much fun. I was so looking forward to that. But then they changed it. I don't know why. Okay, so. They show the World Cup. It's a trophy. And now it's time for the first round matches. Nakamura against Santos Escobar. 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 No, there's no N at the end. Legato in a box says Nakamura is going to lose. Oh, and Cole meant... Oh, my God. This is such a cool WWE. Especially on SmackDown. Because Cole just does anything now. Cole mentions that on New Year's Day, Nakamura is going to wrestle the Great Muda in Pro Wrestling Noah. And then Barrett (laughs) talks about CMLL. What is this? It's so weird. Very Do strange. you think that Cole might have been considering? Because, well, okay, we kind of knew Cole was like, I can't really leave because there's no one else. Yes. But right now, I think he might be like, hey, why not stick around? He might be having the time of his life. And instead of producing, yeah, he really just producing, like he also likes commentary a lot now. Yeah, I agree. I think so. There's so much cheating and interference and bullcrap in this match. But then the end is this... Oh my God, super phantom driver off the second rope. Escobar advances. First of all, way to protect Nakamura. That was good because he used the super version of his move so we could still believe in Nakamura against Great Muda in Japan. But Larry, in the history of wrestling, have you ever seen someone do a super version of the finisher before they've ever established their finisher? We are going to see some weird stuff in WWE about finishers and new moves. I know. So maybe that's a thing. Have you ever seen that where Escobar has never done his Phantom Driver to win a match and now he's done the super version first? Unless I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he did it once, but I I don't think he did. I could be wrong. They seem like they think he has a following. They almost aren't feeling like they have to introduce him. Yeah. Have you got that? Kinda, and I know he was that they don't to WWE hardcore fans, but they always try to reintroduce somebody. They're just like, no, people know. I think just showing their faction backstage with Selena Vega and talking and stuff, I think that's good enough. What you don't need anything else. I think when you introduce somebody, they would try to do more in ring introducing, but they haven't. I think it's fine the way it works here. Oh, it's fine with me, but. Veterans Day video thing. Uh, and Liv Morgan comes out for a six-pack challenge. What? The winner wow, faces Ronda is... at Survivor Series War Games? What? Where's Emma? Why isn't... What? I don't know what's going at, on. At this point, I thought, wow, this may be the worst match I've ever heard of until later we get told we're going to get a match that I think, oh, that's the worst match I could ever hear of. So. Yes. Well, believe me. Yes, I know what you're saying. Um, 
Roman, we'll talk about that more in a bit. Now they're calling it Roman Reigns special moments tonight on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So they don't say oh, what, what it is, means. but it, but in the script, it says anointment. It does not say special moments. So what is that? Hmm. Interesting. Backstage interview with LA Knight. He says, why am I not in the World Cup? I don't know. You should be. I don't know why you're not. Where is he from? The world. Well, so they don't be consider. They could say. I honestly, I think WWE considers United States above the world. There's United I know, States. That's what. That's exactly what it is. So the screen, the TV screen behind him is Uncle Howdying out and glitching, and then Bray Wyatt walks in. Which, by the way, <laughs> Bray Wyatt, not scripted to be on the SmackDown. This segment with LA Knight, not in the script. Everybody, this was added the same day. So. Bray says, um, I know what it takes to get respect, man. And uh, you just have to ask yourself, how far are you willing to go? But L.A. Knight says, and am I making this up? Am I lying, Larry? He says, go stick puppets up your butt. Yes. (laughs) Okay. But it is kind of nice to see... Someone reacting to the video. He's like, he says, he's like, oh, get that trash off there. What yes. Is you know, it can't be the same effect on everyone. No, and LA Knight is, he's above that where he thinks he's the tough guy. So he's not going to fall for this until he is scared by it. Yeah. But right now he's going to play tough guy. So Bray just headbutts him. And I guess that's our first feud. But I, but I would, do like the confused. I like. I've grown to like this more than I did because now you get the feeling Bray Wyatt was out of wrestling for a while and and I'm not saying it was happy, but now he gets pulled back. You felt like we pulled him back. Yes. And he said that before. Yeah. So now he's just kind of wandering around confused. Like, I know I'm a mean guy, right? but these people like me, but I want to hurt people. And I was gone and wasn't hurting people, but now I have a chance. I kind of like where it's going now. So they're doing a good job. And would you say that it would even be okay? I know a lot of people disagree. It would even be okay for Uncle Howdy on the Tron to cost Bray his first match with mind games. If you make Bray more confused, you make him more dangerous, maybe. I think so, too. And if he loses his first match, he then wants to wear that fiend mask even more now. So he wants to or whatever he needs to do or whatever. Right. Because I did like that. Right. So. So I'm fine if he beats, if he gets angry and beats LA Knight, or I'm fine if he gets angry and loses to LA Knight. I really am fine with that. So don't, I don't want people just thinking if Bray loses his opening match or whatever, that he's his debut match, that he's junk. Cause that's not, that just means it's a better no, story. No, it's a story. Yes. So don't worry. Okay. Six packs challenge thing. Do you remember the last one of these we had, whether it was five or six people in the ring on SmackDown, it was elimination style and all the women just for some reason didn't understand matches and they all were breaking up pins. Remember that? Yeah. Well, this one's first pin, right? This one's just first pin. So it's live against already in the ring. Zia Lee. Oh my God. Versus already in the ring. Lacey Evans. Who's, rethinking your life versus yeah, are in the ring the blow off of that. i know like coming back was a commentator said lacey evans she's been doing a lot of rethinking about her attitude towards oh life or something like that that Whatever. was it versus already in the ring sonia deville the racist sonia versus tank liar versus raquel 
So again, where's Emma? I don't know. Barrett says the greatest thing I've ever heard in in these types of matches. He knew and he was right because he says, this is going to be a cluster of a matchup. He says those words, everybody. He was totally right. All I could say is thank God it wasn't even longer because it was not too long. So for some reason in this match, the women cannot figure out any three or more person moves. They just don't know what that is. So anytime two women are wrestling in the ring, the other ones just roll to the floor and then pretend to fight. That's this whole match is as soon as a third person comes in the ring, one of them just rolls out of the ring like a cartoon. It is horrendous. Lacey Evans hits her finisher, that women's right, woman's right, whatever, almost immediately. But she knows that someone has to come in and break it up to protect that move. So she waits for the other women outside the ring not to be busy to move on to the pin. It's horrible. Just throw this match in the trash. Raquel's the only smart one. She's like, wait, it's one fault. I'm going to grab a table. This is no disqualification. But Liv jumps in. And while Raquel's trying to do a table move, Liv is supposed to put Raquel through the table. So we protect Raquel because she's not winning this match. And Liv's not winning either. And they're supposed to both die. Liv instead jumps in and almost breaks her neck, clotheslining herself on the table And the crowd doesn't break. Nothing happens. And we just, it just dies. And they're immediately like, oops, look the other way. And they, but the camera stays on the women who are now chatting about, are you okay? And the crowd is bloodthirsty, even though it was a botched spot and Liv might be dead and with a broken neck. The crowd's chanting, we want, they're chanting tables, tables. What? Is it a joke? I did. This, because I think I texted you right when this happened. Yeah, and you and said. said re- remember a week ago or two weeks ago, I said, yes. what is this Liv Morgan new character? She's hardcore until she gets so hurt that she's out for six months. Yeah. Then she comes back in a bathtub. I don't. Yep. Well, I also heard a well-respected wrestling commentator or yes. whatever you want to say that what happened was when they practiced it, the table was cl- positioned closer. That is not wrestling. Who that said like, that? Do you think there are spot marks for the wait table minute, outside minute. the Who ring? Who said this? What? Who said this? Like the guy that always says things. Oh. Yeah. I was like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like they have spot marks where you're supposed to hit your spot. They like what? They put electrical tape for the table legs. That's no, not, you know, that's not what can happened. we admit Liv Morgan is terrible? Wow. She's yeah. terrible. She's very attractive and she's terrible. You can be being attractive does not make you good at wrestling or I would be a great wrestler. It's wow. Well, there's the idiots. Table and... was closer during practice. I read that and thought this is the dumbest thing I've ever read. Wow. Okay. Well, that's really stupid. Um, Tank liar wins. What? I Tank call liar wins. No, I didn't. I didn't. I know. I, I rarely call anything correctly. So I was so impressed that I called that. And I guess we need somebody to lose to horrible Rhonda. So I guess it's tank liar. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Which is what she has done ever since she has come been called up. Okay. She loses to someone who's doing something constantly. Well, now tank liars backstage and Emma runs into her and Emma's like, have you seen madcap? 
Oh, God, this you're Are right. You, Triple H is asleep. This storytelling is so this is, bad. This is as bad as Vince. And let's put Tony Storm with Boogs. Like, what yes. is this? And then two How weeks later, I forget. Well, you have to have you have to have a woman look at you or ask about you or wow, how what bad storytelling. And she's asking for a character that's almost never on TV. No. This is horrendous. Shayna Baszler you know work comes in. Where, you know at work where you ask where some woman is and then your friend assumes that you love them? Yep. Yep. Makes so much sense. <laughs> That's exactly oh, uh, what this is. Right. Where's Tina? Where's Tina? I need to get this uh, thing okayed. Yep. Oh, you are in love with exactly. him. Exactly. Like, yes. Exactly. It's so dumb. And also, just this is your number one contender, everybody. Shayna Baszler comes in. She says... Tank Lair, all you did was win the beating of a lifetime. And then Rhonda walks in and Shayna chokes Tank face out. And then Rhonda says, oh my God, Rhonda says the dumbest line I've ever heard. Oh no, here we go again. It's hyperbole day, by the way. That's why I'm saying all these things. But Rhonda says this. Could you understand this line? Clean up in aisle green. Um... So wait, Larry, if you drop... have numbers, right? If you drop a gallon of milk in the store... Rhonda would say, clean up an aisle milk or clean up an aisle white. No. Is she mentally deficient? Have you looked at her? I know. No no offense. Rhonda is terrible. She has that whole. I know. Forget it. Okay. What happened to Emma? Did Emma talk to her and immediately run away? Yes. And not seeing two heels gang? Yes. Because they set up for an ambush. Emma had to see that. Okay. Emma wouldn't help her because her theme song in the beginning says, it's all about me. Yeah. Yep. Backstage interview with Ricochet. Imperium walk in and Gunter says, I would love to beat you, Ricochet, because I beat you before. And I'll beat you again. And if Makes you sense. win, I will beat you. That's his cadence, by the way. That's how he talks. I don't know. This. I, I really wish Gunther had a better uh, opponent. Don't worry, he will. Or something. Don't worry, he will. Already at ringside, Jinder Mahal, who, again, when we ask for Ricky Starks, he appears. When we ask for Jinder last week, he appears. This <laughs> is weird. I'll tell you who doesn't appear ever, though. Shanky and Commander Aziz, because they're dead or something. Oh, they went into some alternate universe and can't escape? Yeah, because they're not injured. They're not on my injured list. I have the list. I don't see him in there. So no. I'm going to assume not that they died. Okay, so um, Jinder says, remember, I'm the greatest WWE champion of all time, and I'm back. Wow. Okay. World Cup match, Jinder against Braun Strowman. Powerbomb, Braun advances. <laughs> okay, Jinder, you did great. Barrett calls the finisher the monster bomb. So again, laziest possible answer. You know, Jinder's never done anything wrong. Even when people were hating no. on him, he, he was doing his best. Obviously, he puts in the work. Remember? I just don't know. I know. Remember when we found out three months before he was getting it that he was going to become WWE champion? Or was it three weeks? I don't remember. But oh, we whatever knew, it was, it was unbelievable. We but. knew and no one could possibly in a million years believe us. So, yeah. Already in the ring is Lena Vega. Oh, my God. So, I'm telling Larry. I said, Larry, the only match left this- on the show is going to be Zelina Vega against B-Fab. And that sounded not real. You know what? I knew that B-Fab wasn't going to wrestle. 
I just had this gut. I was like trying to imagine the match in my head. But did you know it wasn't going to be anything at yeah. all? Yes, okay. I did. I'll tell you why I knew. Just the way I knew when Maria would come into a company and then she wouldn't bump or do anything. I just had that feeling like... There's no, I can't even imagine any bump that BFAB would take. Like, she's not going to do this. This isn't real. She hasn't wrestled the match except for at a house show in like a year. I don't, there's no way. It's not going to happen. So, already in the rings, Lena Vega against BFAB with crap row, I wrote. Wow, that's not very good or original, but whatever. It hit row sucks. Oh, I know what I meant. Poop row, but I can't say it. Right. I was wondering, why did I write crap row? Because I can't curse. That's why. Uh, but before the match even starts, the Viking Raiders return with gay meat and they attack Hit Row. There's no match. And Cole takes forever to go. That's Sarah Logan. The Vikings stand tall. I knew B-Fab wasn't wrestling. And the internet gets really mad because Sarah Logan looks like their favorite NWA women's Viking wrestler. But you know that that was stolen from the Vikings TV show and a video game in history, right? From Roddy Roddy like, Piper. They, from Roddy Piper with the black yeah. half black face. But yeah. in all seriousness, this Top that's down. not an original. There's always lower half. <laughs> um this one just happens to be white, but um, I honky, like the lower half. It's always a honky, honky half. But seriously, though, for people that are bent out of shape about this, this is that's like that's like okay. I'll tell you what this exactly is. This is like Alexa Bliss goes on NXT. She dresses like Harley Quinn, and then Liv Morgan dresses like Harley Quinn, and you're saying that she's stealing Alexa's look. No. She's stealing a look that exists outside of WWE. That's what Sarah Logan did. Well, Joe, we know there's nothing original in in entertainment except Doobie Gillis, right? Pretty much. They started it all. (laughs) The original, Doobie Gillis. (sighs) The thing I thought we were going too deep on Gilligan's Island, and now we're into Doobie Gillis. By the way, I watched four episodes, so... Joe got me. So. Awesome. I'm glad you did. If Joe has started you watching Dobie Gillis, yeah, he got me too. It's pretty good, huh? I seriously want to watch them Some all. brilliant it's, television. It's yeah. so tight. I it is. Just, well done. Quality. A quality, tight, a tight no, sitcom no filler. in the 50s. It's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, main event, talking. Roman Reigns comes out with the Usos. Okay, Solo, but you have to admit, and we went through, through so long main event talking but we're so interested in the story, it's not as painful now. It's you're like, okay, yeah. okay, I do want to know what they have to say. I'm fine with it. I don't when I say main event talking, I don't always mean it's bad. I just mean it's not wrestling. That's but all. it was bad for so long. Well, this no no story deserved to be talked about for so yeah. long. Well, this is not that great because here's the problem. <sighs> Cole says Sami Zayn is not here tonight. So right away I'm like, oh wait, what? Yeah, that's like not having Kramer on an episode of Seinfeld. Exactly. What? But first they say, next week is Ali against Ricochet in the Tournament of Fun, and then Butch against Sami Zayn in the World Cup of Fun, and Tank Liar against Shayna Baszler. Oh, poor Shayna's got a job there. Um, you think? And now, well, not if there's cheating. And yeah. now, here we go, the Roman Reigns special moment. Paul Heyman gets cheap heat. He says, New Day can't compare to the Usos. 
and the brawling brutes interrupt and we never find out what the moment was. Well, yeah, you did. What was it? Wasn't he going to say something? He said something to Usos about how he was the best and he never thought he would have to say this. But he was going to say that the Usos were the greatest tag team ever. And it, it was I'm sure they were, so and that that's fine. But I don't know why he's not allowed to say that. It's like he's not a he's well, not a he horrible said he monster. Had to business in the ring, and I, I don't. Yeah. It it was I, a patch job. Not, it but. was that's for sure. Brawling brutes out, and Sheamus returns. He's all bandaged up, and his mic doesn't work. And Reigns mocks yeah. it, and Reigns says, "Oh, what Sheamus is trying to say is that Reigns is, is a legend." But tonight's the beginning of the end of the bloodline. Everybody fights. Drew McIntyre comes out to help. He's with the brawling brutes and he Seamus helps Drew. They help each other. And then it's awesome though to see there's the part with Seamus fighting Reigns in the ring. It's awesome to see how Seamus is elevated to a point where he's fighting with Reigns and it's believable. I was really impressed with that. Again, when I said about uh Gunther, yeah. I with with him and Seamus, I felt like that really made him important. Yeah. But he needs someone else. I know, we now. need more. We need more. But yeah, you're right. I mean, working with Rey Mysterio really worked too. But, um, yeah, it's a, you know, it's a, they just fight it, it's though. It's a, it's a level, but I know. They just fight though, and that's just the show just goes off the air. Do you know who it's... Gunther needs to beat? Goldberg. I wish Goldberg was. Will you still stop? Around. No. Get Goldberg <laughs> off of TV forever. We don't need him to beat Goldberg in 2022 uh... or 2023. So stop. Okay. But, you know what? You're right. If he did, that actually would be something. But Goldberg would never somebody. agree to that. I don't think. Oh, God, no. Whereas Brock would be like, pin me, pay me. True. That's it. God love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the end. What a ripoff. No special moment. Whatever. We'll never find out what the anointment. Um, no. Okay. There yeah. seems to be people missing from wrestling this week. Yeah. Where was a bunch of them having a party somewhere and then their flight was canceled and like Sammy couldn't show up and and Elias couldn't show up. Yeah. And some people are kind of they were having a party over at Shanky Pankies, Shanky Panky party. Party at Shanky Pankies. Oh. Yeah. All that money for not showing up. Yes. Oh, I have a question about Roman Reigns I wanted to ask you. Go for I it. I ask you off here. Do you think. Because when Roman started and was being pushed down our throats. Yeah. I would everybody, me and everybody else was, oh my God, they want him to be the rock. He's, he's not the rock. He's not that good. Now I, I, I think he's like the rock. He's really good. When he made fun of the mic work or when he does the, I'm mad thing. And yes. no, I'm not mad. Yeah. He has real talent. He does have real was, talent. Yeah. Did that yeah. talent develop or did they not utilize him correctly and coach him enough to develop that talent? that he had earlier. It could be a combination of both stooges, but I think it was just hanging around Paul Heyman. He did get those Larry fine wrestling. Uh, I'm sorry, acting lessons. Remember that. Um, so Suck- there was succotash. The, there was that. And they had to go through that whole horribleness with the succotash. But I think it was, <laughs> I think it just was a matter of time of being comfortable. Then he had a health scare that he thought he might die. I mean, you go through that <laughs> stuff, you go through that stuff and then you come Can back do that for every wrestler. In all seriousness, you come back from that, you're way more comfortable in the ring and you're way more comfortable talking and you're just comfortable in general. That is like, that's a really interesting thing to think about. Yeah, I think that's all those things combined. hit a different level. Yes, all those things combined, but especially the Paul Heyman thing, 
it's just a combination that just worked perfectly. See, but that's the thing that's hitting me right now is when it started to get good, I said, oh, Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman, because I am a, I'm a Paul Heyman guy, I guess, as, as the T-shirts say. And, you know, I wanted to give him all the credit. But now I realize there, Roman Reigns is really good. That was my realization this week. We saw all three shields. Yes. And you cannot deny all three of them do not deserve their place in wrestling right now. And they all are in a way. Think about it, they all carry the show. They do. But if wow, you want to, this is crazy. I know. But if you want to go back to the, if you want to talk about NWO, they were all made men before they became right. NWO. They were correct. We saw three people in the shield go from, Hey, look, here's a, these three people called up. Could have been uh what was the X division? What were they called? Uh, Wade Barrett and all of NX. Uh, oh, it could have been the Nexus, Nexus or the core. Nexus. We've or seen the it apples. a million times. Yes. We've seen it a million times, but these three guys have really paid off. They've all worked their asses off. Yeah. They all had really good talent. Yeah. Wow. See, there's you don't have to always think about, I wish I was alive during the, the golden age of wrestling. You can get what you get in your own time period. And this, the next, the uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. and their development has been something really cool in the history of wrestling. I think yep. it's, it's going to be one of those things where like, yeah, that was a great special moment. It, it was, been. and it is. It's great. We got any emails? Uh, no, none about SmackDown. Nope. So, huh? That's too bad because Raw doesn't deserve any. Well, Raw didn't get any because no one watches Raw because it's three hours long. They're too busy doing other things, and it was also very boring. So, instead, let's talk about Rampage. Well, Rampage was better than it has been. From the Ralph Agagagas Arena, Boston, Massachusetts. Mm. It's Rampage Babies. Rampage Babies. Uh, Jim Ross, Excalibur, and Tony Schiavone. <laughs> Christian Luciatoris come out. We we learned that. Is this a thing? Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus were like wrestling babies together. They were. They say they've been together for old ten years. I don't know. It's something. Is hmm. that? It's, I don't know if that's real. Could you go okay. back ten years to pro wrestling gorilla when uh, when uh, Jungle Boy was like. 14. I don't know. I don't know how old he is. Okay. In, uh, insults about, uh, I don't even know what this means. In, oh, insults about his mom. And oh, dad. no. Oh, no. In, uh, yeah. Insults all around for Christian. Yeah. Jungle Boy says, hey, guess what? I want a cage match with Luchasaurus. What a shock. Wow. That's, Christian makes more could have guessed dad and mom jokes. Mm -hmm. Then the heels beat up Jungle Boy and then. Munch Jungle Boy on chair. Yes, that's a that's a choke slam. Goozle. Okay, a munch. Yes, munch, huh? <laughs> Lexi in the back has Death Triangle. Pack still has his hammer. Yeah, he sure does. He loves that. Are thing. they going to make him pay for that hammer? Because they had to buy a new hammer, right? Maybe. And Pack says, "Eh, we got a cheat. You got a cheat if you all win." Of They're course, like, he said that. What did he say? Why would he say? I have. A I, re I respect the heck out of uh, Phoenix and uh, Pentagon. Yeah. But the fact that they speak Japanese, they've learned English, and then they have to figure out what I think you the mean, by the way, I think you mean Spanish. Why? Because you said Japanese. They don't speak Japanese. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Spanish. Sp wow. That's <laughs> very different. Yeah. Spanish. Then they get fluent in English, but then they got to figure out what Pac That's is saying. That's a good point. I see. That is that is some 
you got to have a big brain to work that around. Yes. Maybe that's the whole thing. They're like, I don't know. It's just, he's, he keeps showing up every week. We, we won the titles. All right. Maybe. A full gear contenders tournament match. First round. Brian Cage, who's better than Brian Cage, versus Dante Martin. Okay. Uh, Picky Stark was hurt, but his match will be next week. Wow, these notes are terrible. Picky Stark. Ricky huh? Starks. Okay. Picky Starks. Uh, Dante has the second most wins in AEW after months. Oh, my God. Why would you say that when they're all on dark? Why? And then you also talk about he, how he's wrestled 60 times. I've seen three. I th- wow. Uh, uh, we, oh, uh, Weapon X cage wins. Okay. Yeah. So we were told Dante Martin never loses. <laughs> I know, but but Dante had a really good showing in the match. Oh, the match was great, but that seems to always be Dante's thing. He wins all the time. He's getting a big shot. He well, guess loses. what? His singles his singles career is now over again because his brother is cleared now. Again. Uh- he was winning, but he wasn't winning anything. Lexi has Hathaway and Lee Moriarty. Lee Moriarty says, I want to be a champion. And just luckily, Hook happens to wander by. Okay. And I guess Lee Moriarty says that's not really a championship, but whatever. It's but one of, one of the 47 championships. It is. And Hook company. brought back the hot chips. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. But only because... Uh, Naya tried to steal right tried to steal the gimmick exactly he's like you have to is what's that you have to keep using it for the trademark to still stay in place whatever it is for the patent you still have to keep using it uh uh, oh uh house of black gets that video we talked about but this was an even longer better one and i it's okay it's good am i wrong because what do they do to come back i don't know yet but let me tell you this the fact that they're making it like Julie Hart brought them all back from the dead and the fact that they, so they're all reborn and Buddy Murphy, who I thought was gone, is in the video package now. Is he in the video package Buddy, or sorry, is he Buddy in Matthews. the video package because things were happening? Because they almost, they did kind of show you, remember when he turned, or not turned, but yeah. whose side is he on? And he was on their side. They made a point of showing that. But they, so that's I because that's his back. Yeah, and that's the thing. And then they showed how he got taken out by whoever it was, Great Muda, and then Sting took out Alistair Black, Alistair Malachi Black. I can't even remember their real names now because of their the AEW names because they've been gone so long. But yeah, I mean, I hope that this leads to something, but I don't know how you bring him back. But you need to bring him back in an important fashion. And I think, you know what? Oh, boy. Hmm. If If... Omega and the Bucks are winning the trios titles. I hope they don't come back thinking they're going to win those because then they're just going to lose the first feud. Well, I kind of think, I don't think you bring back the elite as you don't even bother with that. I think you, the trios titles, I don't think they need titles. When is, um, when is Adam Cole coming back? Because that could be a thing. Is he, is Adam Cole coming back? He's so hurt. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Well, we're sure Malachi Black is coming back, right? Hundred percent. Like he is definitely. Yep. You know, absolutely. So good, good. It's all. It's all going to be good. But the only problem I have with this whole thing is Julia Hart suffers from, and I'm not kidding, actual literal baby face. I know she Her has face. She's, she's too young for this. I know. She looks. You could never think she had an evil thought in her no. life. No. Okay. 
Now we go. Full Gear Contenders Tournament first round match. Bandito versus Roosh. I can't wait for this match. It's not, and it's not, you keep calling it Full Gear. It's not. It's nothing to do with Full Gear. It's to get a shot at Winter is Coming. Isn't this going to be the Full Gear Contenders match? The final's going to be there? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. You, you know, you're right about that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just, yes. Yes, the next part of it. After That's, Dynamite. Okay, is, I got okay. that title from their website. I know, it's confusing. I know. No, you're right. Uh, there's a lot of uh, stuff going on before the bell. People beating people up. <sighs> JR, besides food, because of mm. food tonight, especially during the commercial breaks. Yeah. Also, JR says, ah, this is a rubber match. Where did you, wonder where they got that rubber. Why do they, they call it? Oh, rubber? my God. Chase, JR, please. Just stop. I think... Uh, uh, that Roosh missed a move and they called it a single footed drop. They did. Kick. He jumps off the top rope but slips, but w- his left foot catches Bandito. <laughs> so they called it. So I don't know Why who it was. Excalibur said one footed drop kick because you improvised. But I'll tell you what tonight's, tonight's Rampage suffered from JR thinks this is a podcast and it really made me angry because in the opening match, he's like, this Dante Martin, all the tools. He's going to be a big star someday. One day he's going to be something. We're watching him today, JR. Yes. This, this but match. We're watching him in a tournament to get a title. This match. So, yeah. Bandito. He could be. Something. He's young. Bandito, going to be big, big upside, big star someday. Every match tonight, he did that. It you has can't there ever been do a, that. But, had, okay, I'm okay with Dante Martin. That is kind of his story. Has there ever been Bandito is a newcomer? No, it's Bandito is awesome from somewhere right. else. But then the, the the main event, Shoddy Lee Johnson one day, and then is there anybody hotter than Orange Cassidy? And then they have to like sit there and go, yeah, John Moxley. And he's like, well, that's good. <laughs> just please, please just, he didn't say that's good. Actually, Excalibur said that's good company or whatever, but that's not the point. The point is, my God, just lay off the... And the scouting reports. I don't need that at all in my wrestling. That's Especially a podcast. That's really not good a, matches happening. Yes. There's, we don't need commentary about how one guy can't possibly win because they're too young. That's you need to stop right now. Yeah. Give me, give me that kind of stuff when it's a one-sided match and I know he's going to win and tell me the other guy will get better, whatever. And then but guess for now, these are two guys. I don't right. know who's going to win. And then and they're both great. Guess what happens on raw? The exact opposite. Raw is going to be this guy's old. This young kid's going to beat him. Cause that guy's old. Oh my God. So I, bandito does feats of strength. Uh, Oh my oh, God. He, he's freaking awesome. Listen, I don't know what they're going to do with him, but man, I enjoy every AEW match with him, and it's so much fun. And I was watching this thinking, because I'm stupid and wasn't following the storyline, I thought, oh man, I wish Bandito was going to move on in this tournament, because I am just enjoying him so much. Well, what happens? Dark Order music hits, but it's just Johnny Hungy coming down. And Johnny Hungy distracts, Bandito wins, and I'm like, oh... What happened? I'm so glad Bandito is moving on. And then I thought, oh, my God, but Rush promised the first title defense to Rush. 10. Yes. What will 10 think about this? Yes. So it all worked out and Bandito moved on. So I'm happy about that. Yes. By the way, I have to tell people this exciting news. If you missed Takeshita. Is that a TV show I should be watching? Takeshita? 
Our Bless favorite you. our favorite wrestler. I got nothing. Oh my god. Who's Takeshita? The best wrestler, Japanese wrestler that was in AEW and then he had to go back to his home planet. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Good okay, god, okay. Larry. He's back. In and he Pog will form? be he will, on, in Pog form. He's going to be live um on Rampage this week, right before the pay-per-view, the night before the pay-per-view, it's going to be a live Rampage. Eddie Kingston and Ortiz are going to wrestle Takeshita and Jun Akiyama. This is going to be freaking great. Wow, there's... Takeshita's back, everybody. There's there's way too much talent in this I love there's way too much talent right now, though. I, I understand... I don't want to be the booker of that unless I'm getting paid, but I don't I don't envy the booker of that. But boy, as a fan. Oh, no, Eddie's mad. Eddie is mad. So, yeah, it's, you know, I know to, the finish to Kashta against Eddie and just them killing each other in the ring. Oh, oh my yeah, God. But, I can't wait. I can't wait. But I, I know the wait. finish. I don't care. I want to see the match. But yes. I, there is so much talent. And Jeff Jarrett took up. If Jeff Jarrett takes up two minutes of this show, it's a shame. It's yeah. I know. But continue. I'm well, sorry. I just had to mention that. Rainier I was so excited. has Claudio in the back. Yeah, Why can I yeah. not get Renee? Yeah. But Hager comes in. Hey, this is great. Hager says, hey, don't let don't fool anybody. You were a sports entertainer. Yep. We were great sports entertainers yep. as a tag team. We should do it again. Don't answer until just answer next week. You know, and because that's a sports entertainer thing to do. And as he leaves, he looks at Renee and says, I like this hat. Yep. But then it's Renee so ruins funny. it. And she's like, that hat is bad. Just leave it alone. Nyla Rose versus Kayla, Kayla Sparks. Yep. For some reason, Kayla Sparks. What, but it makes sense because Nyla Rose is doing a fake open challenge. This not really- is not just a fake open challenge. This is Nyla Rose doing a Jade match. Yes. She does all of Jade's moves. She's <laughs> dead jaded. Nyla wins. I thought it was hilarious. Nyla's great. It was very funny. Nyla she was always that. makes me. She's a real, real lightweight Orange Cassidy where her stuff is so. She does re, just it's tiny, super cheesy things and really funny. Laugh. And it makes the match good. And but but she was doing the the, the flexing of Jade too. Yeah, it was ridiculous. The day she yelled "jokes on you" b word, I like cake. I was yes. I, I said I'm so on board yes. with Nyla Rose. Jade comes out with her worthless baddies and fights. So we're getting that match. They are the junkiest now, what, junkers of ever. But what happened to the title? Where was that belt at the end of the match? <sighs> Laying there. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Mm. I thought that's what was going on. Some who had it when they ran away. No, the whole point of this feud is so that when when Jade wins on Saturday, then Jade will finally be handed her title back. That's all. And it's fine because Nyla Rose doesn't need a title. But what do you do then? What's next for Jade? I think we should go back in the history of Jade matches and see how many people she's wrestled multiple times. Because I don't. We're getting to the point where there's no one for to go for this title. Unless we're going to, after the pay-per-view, unless we're going to put Paige here against Jade here, I don't know what else you'd do. Unless you build up that Willow thing. That, I want to believe that Willow's the 50-0 and 0 or the, the 100-0 and 0 or whatever. I want to believe that. 
I bet that will take a little 49 bit. 49 and 1, about 99 and 1. That's, that's what I think, but uh, maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Willow hasn't even, uh, been, ever since she got signed, Willow hasn't been on TV. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what happens when you get signed. Bandito is all Remember late. Remember how oh. long it was after Bandito? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> no, but he actually, he actually did just sign, though. He just signed like a week ago. Oh, really? That's yes. No, no, All they Atlantic just offered him the contract Orange. back then. So, yeah. All Atlantic con- contract. All Atlantic title, Orange Cassidy versus Lee Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, JR talks about Ray Stevens. I don't know if he's oh talking my God. about the wrestler or the horrible racist, mu- you know, funny, well, funny in quotation marks musician. Yeah. Imagine if, uh, what's his name? Just had the mov- movie. Movie Weird guy. Al. Imagine if Weird Al was a horrible human being. Yes. Kids, that was Ray Stevens. Yes. Uh, QT uh, does a weird pile driver driver on the stairs to Danhausen. Yeah. That was strange. Danhausen gets taken to the back. The factory fights with the best friends outside. Lots of outside stuff. Beach break, Cassidy wins. I thought you'd be after m- the match. Before what? you say after the match, I thought you'd be much more upset that this match was all about the factory and QT. And it's the well, main event. I, I let me get to my notes. Okay, we end with a best friends doing a hug. Cole Cor- Carter tried to interfere because we all know who Cole yeah. Carter, Carter is. He's fame, and <laughs> that. But no, he gets hugged by. He gets stuck in the middle of the hug, right. and he's happy about that. And then he gets beat up by the best friends. I I just want more Orange Cassidy and best friends, so I will never complain about whatever gets them on my TV because TV time yeah. is precious. AEW, yes. But it's the mid or mid Atlantic, all Atlantic title. I always call it the mid Atlantic title, all Atlantic title. So there's a title involved. It's the best friends and Orange Cassidy who are they are over. Danhausen is over. So you have Orange Cassidy is over. Danhausen's over. Best friends as a group is over. We have a title involved. Yeah. And their feud for the foreseeable future is going to be the factory. I know. It's not great. No, it's not. I want to see these people on TV, but. What can you do? What can you do? Can you name three people in the factory? I just told you one. Shoddy Lee Johnson. Shoddy Lee. Okay. So that was your rampage. I hope that I'm I'm, again, if, if TK needs help, I'm here. To help if you okay, want to pay money. Okay, but it wasn't near but, as bad as ROH Rampage. Well, that's what I was just going to say, Larry. But it wasn't as bad as that. But we are weeks... Okay, we have full gear on Saturday. And then we are weeks away from the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. And I assume... I assume, I could be wrong, that on the Ring of Honor pay-per-view, they announce the big... Um, but would you do this on a pay-per-view when like 30,000 people are listening and that's it or whatever? Um, you would announce your TV deal. Whatever it is, I don't care. I just where want else it. do you announce it? I think on Dynamite. Mm. Make it seem big, even if it's on the not as many people. It's announced on a pay per view. Yeah, it sounds. I. Yeah. I mean, the other thing you could do is on the pay per view announce that on Dynamite you're going to be talking about Ring of Honor's future. That's okay. all. Just one yeah, teaser, one. and that way it's on a million eyes and not thirty thousand eyes or a hundred thousand eyes or whatever. You know, that's all. That's all I expect. But um, my point is... And we, Joe and I talked earlier. Yeah. Out, 
adnasium, all nasium. Anyway, we talked for a long time about, I can't even guess where ROH is going. And that's the thing, right. Could it go to HBO Max? Yes. Could it go to Amazon streaming, Amazon Prime Video? Yes. Could it even go to Netflix? Yes. Could it just be on YouTube? Yes. Could it be on some weird channel we don't even know about? Sure. Spike TV? It it could be, (laughs) no. But it could be almost anywhere and we don't know what it is yet. But I will say that at this point, I am totally concerned about when TK has to book all this. I'm very worried. I was not. When he first started, I was like, oh, no, he's good. He's good. I think now I'm worried. Now I'm worried. Okay. Here's my question to you. You're TK and you said, I listen to Smart Wrestling Fan and Joe Negron made a good point. I'm way overstressed. Yes. Who would you hire outside of yourself? Oh, outside of Who would you hire? Outside of that's the thing I don't know. I don't know. Don't make it just Jarrett. I can tell you that. Here's what. Okay. Here's what you might want to do. You might want to have Jericho booking the first six months of Ring of Honor. That's what you might want to do. Because if okay, that's not crazy. No, it's not. And if you think think about what I'm saying here, okay, that's not who you expect, right? And I don't want it to be Jeff Jarrett, but unfortunately, it might be. I don't think so, though. I don't think that's what he would do. But if the plan is to have this four-way match for the Ring of Honor title and have it seem like Sammy's going to win, but then the Sammy and Jericho thing just cost Jericho the title, Jericho retains, then at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view, it is Jericho. It will be. I I can almost guarantee, now I'm probably going to be wrong, that it'll be Jericho against Claudio and then Jericho retains by cheating and you go into you go into Ring of Honor TV saying that this is Ring of Jericho and that's how you start the show if you do that and you have a anywhere between a four month for even a whole year reign of this Jericho six months six months to a year three to six months whatever whichever window you want to pick you pick that arc you have Jericho book a lot of that arc. You have TK fill in the rest of the pieces. I think that's how you do this. You know, now that I see what he's capable of doing. Yeah. I No, no, I'm not talking. You can't pull him out of the storyline he's in. No. But wow, Billy Gunn would have been a good general oh, manager face for ROH. Yeah. I could, like, I, I mean, I could see it, but then the thing is, if he wasn't over the way he is right now at this second, we would never think that, though. No, but knowing no. what he can do yes, solo. Yes, yes, correct. And, you know, you've got the background. That would have been a fun thing. Yeah. But, but no, go, I, so. I have thought and thought about who you, I never thought Jericho, but as long as you have someone with reins on him, yeah, I would, not Roman, but. No. Yeah. TK as can, as, you know, TK can, of course. You know, okay things and say no to stuff. Right, but as long as the build is, he builds a six month whatever, even more. You could even go eight months. You can go longer to have Brian Danielson unseat Jericho. I think that's the answer. No, your program is right. I'm, I'm actually who is going to book it if he doesn't and he shouldn't. It's not a bad thing to have Jericho book it and just have everything okay by TK. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much it. So there you have it. Okay, let's do Raw. 
because Raw happened and we just watched it and boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, I want my time back. Not for all, not for all of it, but for a lot. I was just going to say, I want about an hour and 15 minutes. Can I have about two hours back? I'm sorry. I was dumb and I watched the whole first hour without commercials and I just feel stupid for doing that. I really do. It does. It does ruin it because I, I watched it on, you know, you know, where I didn't have commercials. Yeah. And. I was like, yeah, I could see if if I didn't immediately jump back into the match where I was like, wow, this is just unless you're folding laundry like, or something. You're saving almost an hour doing it that way. So you your opinion on this is actually pretty skewed. You know, Ah, you're right. But but in this in this workaday world, in the world we live in, how many people are watching it that way? Um. A lot because people watch wrestling on DVR and 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 let me ask so you another way: How many people are actually watching it, or is it in the background? You've made a good point over the years. It's we on never the background really a lot. About. Yeah, you've you've made a good point over the years. We never really talk about. There is a large correlation between wrestling fans and video game fans, and there's nothing better to keep in the background than wrestling. Of course, play a video game. Of course, it is one of those things that you can seriously play a video game and just keep your eye to the, well, I said that left because of my setup. In the I studio, can tell yeah. you the moves without the, con- I can tell you yeah. like everything that's happening in the ring. Yes. I can tell yeah. you by the, by the calls in the ring, what move is next, even without looking. So I'm sure of course, I so can it's do a, that. An amazing Many wrestling fans can, can do that. Playing your video game, just having one kind of get a decent enjoyment out of it. Yes. I know. Well, here we go. Raw live from Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, boy. Uh, Seth Rollins comes out, and we get a reminder that Theory wasted his briefcase like an idiot. So, by the way, Rollins is a face. Did I mention that he's a face? I said that for three weeks. Now am I right? You're right. Last week, you weren't sure. You're right. Okay. I. You're right. Feels weird. It does, but it's true. And it's right. there's no getting around it. And with Triple H, he's not going to be like Vince and just go against it. He's just going to embrace it and let him be a face. If the crowd well, is singing the song. No doubt. He's, he, is, he is a face in his... See, that's the thing. You've got to say, is a guy a face to the crowd or is a guy a face in his character's mind? Seth Rollins in his mind right now thinks he's a face. Right. Exactly. And that's all it takes. And whether if he's if he thinks he's a face and he gets booed, he's a heel. But if he thinks he's a face and he gets cheered, he's a face. Yeah. That's it. So um, the crowd. Oh, by the way, Rollins mentions Ali and Lashley and the crowd boos both of them. Not Lashley as much, yeah. but poor those guys. Well, also Ali. I... Ali's supposed to be a face, even though he was kind of jerky, but he was going against the heel Seth Rollins, and he was supposed to be like this this little hero guy. That's over. Lashley His reaction being, should be neutral. <laughs> right. I think with, I'll tell you what, I think with Lashley being heel now and Shelton and Cedric wrestling and losing in matches with new entrances, I think that we're getting a, a reforming of the Hurt Business. I do. I without without I MVP. I love that. Because yeah. Because that would... If we're talking about Triple H being smart, that was a huge mistake to ever break them up. Yeah. That was and I so think, over and so much fun. Exactly. And I think that we need to get MVP back with them at some point, but I don't know how you do that after the whole story of dropping Lashley. So we'll see. 
But Rollins talks about Theory cashing in on the U.S. title, and the crowd chants that was stupid. And Rollins doesn't know. That was great. It was a great chant, right? Because that's exactly what, because that's exactly what should be said is that was a, that was a bad idea. But Rollins isn't sure because in his mind, he's like, but I'm the United States champion and I'm the best. So they, that's not stupid, but I have to let the crowd think it's stupid because he's a heel and I want them to think he's stupid. So he's like, the wheels are turning in his head and he just, instead of saying anything about how, no, it's not stupid because I'm the world, I'm the best. He goes, I'm sure he'll be out here later. So you could tell him how stupid he is then. <laughs> so that was great. Then he goes on to explain. See, he did this in steps. So it worked because it was all about the order you say it in. Now that he's gotten that out of the way, he can say on raw, the U S title is now the top prize. This is, this is the title. Well, yeah, on this show, it has been for like months, if not a year, even with Lashley as champion, there was no other champion. So you're right. And Bianca sure almost never defends that title. You don't even know she's champ. She's into some group thing that just goes on and on. The the Alexa group where Alexa just stands around and goes, I don't want to be here. I got a rock. So tonight it's Rollins against Balor. And let's talk about this. So. On WWE's.com, it said Rollins versus Balor in a United States title clash. But then if you clicked on the link and read the paragraph, it said a non-title clash. But then they released a video with Byron Saxton saying this match is now for the United States title. What? That's really, that's really Vincey and I don't like it. Too many changes in one day. So Lashley comes out to interrupt Seth Rollins. He says, I want my title back. And Ali comes out and he has a referee. Like he's cashing in the promise. Like he he's cashing in the promise that Lashley said you get next at the U.S. title or something. <laughs> what is he doing? This he is, runs out. Yeah, like there's something. Right. Can't and you even, say no? Even the referees, uh, I mean, sorry, even the commentators are like, what? And then Lashley says, remember Ali. Remember last week when I punched a trash can and pretended it was you? He doesn't say that. But Ali runs in the ring and Lashley easily fights him off. Then Ali jumps in and and attacks Lashley like a spider monkey. And Rollins just, again, backs out of the scene and is like, I'll take that U.S. title and go to the back now. Bye. It shows you, you, the difference between heel and face is the difference between somebody saying, that's cowardly. And someone saying, that's smart. He's smart. Yes. And that's Stone Cold did that for years. And, and Kevin Owens. Exactly. So, um, Ollie um, and Lashley want to fight. So, oh boy, this Raw already is, we're getting ready for Lashley against Ollie, where the crowd doesn't know what to do with it because they don't know who's the face and who's the heel. And they just booed them both. So, it's Lashley against Ollie. The crowd, let's just say it, like last week's crowd, they are silent. Now, so I quiet because I did like this role better than you. I think when you say I, I liked it more because lack of commercials, I think you hated it more because the crowd, again, was terrible. They were it, bad. Yeah, it and wasn't again, that bad. Let's the, be fair. The crowd. Half the matches for this crowd were no good. They were not matches anyone really wants. They were bad, for, but the crowd was out of from the beginning. They, it's true. So this is a match. Hurtlock, Ali passes out because remember the story is he will not quit. Lashley wins. That's great. Backstage but, interview. Yeah, go ahead. I really, 
I have to give Lashley so much credit. He, I always thought he could never do anything with any kind of like substance or little subtlety to yeah. it. But his whole thing about I'm just angry. Am I? Am I really a bad guy or am I just yeah. angry? Mm-hmm. He says it all right. He's like, listen, I don't want to fight you, but I will. I will beat your butt if you get in this ring. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's all playing out really well. He has developed. I know it took a long time. I know time, it did. It took a really long but, time, but he's great. But he has developed into somebody I, I look forward to watching every I agree. Week. I totally agree. Remember when he came back during the Miro and like Lana stuff and we were like, why'd they bring him back Lashley? <laughs> like, what is this? That, okay. But that was an entire garbage pit fire that he was thrown in. It was, but the point is, back then we were like, what? They're bringing in an impact Lashley? Why bother? And then it's like, oh my God, the Hurt Business. Lashley's incredible. Yep. Yep. Who knew? I'm I'm so glad. He seemed to be a decent guy. Yeah, I'm I'm very glad. I, I got to talk to him a lot. Like, we got to interview him on the show. It's one of the very rare wrestler interviews we got to do. And I got to talk to him yeah, a lot. Yeah, because there was nothing the, attached to it. Off the, right. And off the, uh, off the record and stuff. And it was, it was, he, he seems like he's great. So that's all I'm going to say. Backstage. And he's put in a lot of work. He's never not put in work. Oh, of course. He's, he's worked harder than I, I, yeah, he has. I can't even, I don't want to start comparisons, but backstage interview for the fifth time with OC and Mia Yim. And now Mia Yim is Meacham. Okay. I really like Mia Yim, but seeing her with the good brothers. I know it's so corny. Just like one. I, I know. AJ Styles is like, we need to put, okay, this is okay. Is this Vince? Is Triple H asleep? AJ Styles says, Okay, guys, we need to put this, the OC versus the Judgment Day thing, to rest. This program. He says, so since Survivor Series is coming and it's war games, I want Finn Balor in a singles match. What? (laughs) Yes. What? There's a title to the... Oh, my God. Are you kidding? Not Not that we need three war games matches. We don't. Why? This is a like a natural match. I and again, I don't want to see three war games matches. That's too many. But you act. Why say it like that? We need to put this faction versus faction thing to rest at Survivor Series war games in a singles match. And the yeah. graphic even tables, ha- ladders, and chairs. I want you in a singles match. The graphic is AJ and. Balor with three people standing behind each of them, respectfully. Wow. Wow. Okay. And Mia Yim has a match next. Okay. Mia Yim against, oh my God, already in the ring, Tamina. When's Nobody Mina. Where has she been? I don't know. Another planet. Oh, I wrote this down because they keep saying the Rhea Ripley problem. And I realize it's, or the Rhea, they keep seeing the Rhea problem and I keep hearing diarrhea problem. So <laughs> since Rhea Ripley's a racist, she's now diarrhea Ripley. So I know I'm not going to keep that because it's disgusting. Dominic comes out to watch with diarrhea and, um, ew, I'm already done with it. Tonight, it's going to be Ms. TV, the apology, whatever that means. Tamina. Oh my God. Oh my God. Tamina. <laughs> I can't. 
I can't. Tamina will not even take a bump properly. She gets heads flying head scissors. Can not or will not or she, cannot. She won't. Not that she can't. She mm-hmm. is she's like Nia Jax, where it's like she thinks, well, nobody'll notice if or Creed when he does a cartwheel and it's not really a cartwheel on the office. She's like, nobody'll notice on this flying head scissors if I don't roll through and get hurt or bump. I'm just gonna fall right to the mat and just not even take it. She's horrendous. Why is she still here? I hope she's not getting paid a lot. <laughs> I know. There's a Keith Lee chant, of course, for Mia Yim. See how that works there? Really? Yep, that's, there was. Some, some Backstage damage, con- damage control watches. Uh, Mia Yim wins with Eat My Feet and uh, not one person cares and the crowd goes nothing and uh, racist diarrhea, that's the last time I'm going to say it, pretends she wants to fight but she leaves to post racist stuff on Instagram. That's what I wrote. Okay, so that's that. Did anyone deserve that match on Earth? Did anyone on Earth deserve that horrible thing? Okay, but she had to have a match. Why against Tamina? Someone who can't wrestle. That made that horrible. Because it was going to be short anyway, and well, they paid for Tamina. I listen. It's easy for us to say this, but when you you're we have paid this woman and she's doing nothing, why yeah. not throw her in a match? Did did Dewdrop die? Exactly. That she's going to show up next. Okay, I call it. Within two weeks, Dewdrop's back because you're paying these people at least make them lose a match. Okay, why hire rule, local talent? It's a rule of threes. So we said Ricky Starks, and then he came back. We said gender, and then he came back. You're saying Dewdrop, and she's going to come back. I'm going to say the rule of threes works against you, and Dewdrop's going to leave the company this week. Dewdrop, Dewdrop, Dewdrop. That's how okay. it works. I say her name three times. Backstage, Riddle plays the bongos. Dewdrop's and cute. Sure, but that's what... Okay. Uh, um, I'm Riddle, waiting for it to show up. What do you want me to say? Um, I like when she wears that little leather jacket. That's great. Riddle's playing the bongos, <laughs> and <laughs> if you don't know... Off- Again, we're going to talk about what you knew ahead of time, and I like I like it better this way. Okay. I didn't just know this. Um, th- I knew it, and then I saw it online, so it was official. WWE said um, that Elias had not liked the fact that he lost to Otis because it was a two-on-one experience, and it's not fair. And so he wanted, he agreed to Riddle's um, what was it called? Not stipulation, but his his terms that they should form a band, Elias and Riddle, and that they could be a tag team and go against the Alpha Academy. And that was the match that was advertised for Raw. But then when I got the Raw script, it just said it was Chad Gable against Riddle. And I was like, how'd that change? So Riddle tries to explain it. He says, Well, Elias finally agreed. He's not here tonight, but he finally agreed to be in a band with me. Wouldn't it be better if they would have not already said that? And then, but it's too late. They can't, can't undo it. So they, they said it, it happened. They're a band that doesn't exist because Elias isn't here. So, excuse me, Alpha Academy come in and they do jokes and Gable really wishes he was Kurt Angle. And in the ring, he's good, but on the mic, he can be very funny but he's no I'm Kurt okay Angle. With him. I know. I am I, too. This whole, the whole re- one of the whole reasons I like this is I like Otis getting a win and I like Chad Gable getting a win because they're putting the work in, they're doing stuff. I agree. They made, they're, a, they're gonna... they made a Halloween 
whatever that was called, scary match. They made it fun. That's so true. That's a good point. Get credit for that. For me. That's true. Um, they say that their match is next, but it's not, of course, because backstage Mia Yim runs into damage control and damage control's like, we would like to recruit you, Mia Yim. But it didn't seem sincere to me, but it was. They actually wanted her on the team. And I guess the problem is that there's no other heels and they have no friends. So that's what the story is. So um, the OC come in and Mia, and they're like, what's going on? And Mia wasn't, she's like, keeps it a secret from them that Damage Control wants her on the team. Which is weird because the way it pays off later. Well, I don't understand the payoff later. Because Damage Control never did the insult like, we know you you you've just came back and you're not you're all rusty and stuff, but still they never they le- legitimately were. It seemed like you're really, really good and people don't but the understand thing was, it. Join us. The thing was they didn't want her as a friend. They wanted to use her for war games and then probably turn on her after. But that's whatever. Agreed. But they didn't do the Healy thing where you drop the thing that you're not being sincere. I don't think that's because Mia is even known or like over enough to even bother with that. Well, anyway, but then explain to me why she does what she does at the end. I know, I know. Riddle against Gable. This is a match. It's a good match. Cheating. Riddle gets pinned when Gable puts his feet on the ropes and Otis holds his feet down. I so, liked it. It's good. They won. It's weird, though, because Riddle went from that huge main event. He was in the main event against Seth Rollins on pay-per-view. And now... Riddle's losing to Chad Gable. And I understand it's for the story and all Riddle that. Was, and it doesn't hurt Riddle, Riddle at all. Riddle was on pause until know, Randy comes back. And that's the thing. That's exactly all it is. It's better so, than having him off TV. He's, he's still on it. Very good point. Backstage, there's a poker game with Corbin, JBL, and some schmuck oh, that they're trying here to we go. beat, right? So I am going to go off. The fact that I have had to watch as many years of wrestling. I know, I know. I wrote this down. I, and no one it, understands I, how to play poker. I know. Because I'll tell you what, right now, no one in the world understands how to play poker besides me because everybody thinks oh. it's Texas. Hold them. There's 150 poker I games. I know that, but play. they always play the one. I know. Okay, but that's not I, what I, the I, problem is with this segment is, Larry. Oh, there's many problems. We'll okay, here's the, here's the real problem with this segment. They're playing against some schmuck. They beat the schmuck. He runs out of money. And... That's it. He has to leave because he lost all his money. Okay. First off, he didn't run out of money. They just chased okay, him Okay, whatever. The point, is, the point is... Second problem. They're yeah. playing five-card draw, nothing wild. The guy has like a pair. Baron Corbin says, uh-oh, I have a pair of king or a pair of something. And he goes, three kings. Puts down two cards. Baron Corbin was playing five-card draw with four cards. Yes. He had four cards. Listen... I understand the logistics aren't right, but that's not the issue. That you can't give him five cards when he's going to say, I have two of this they and three don't, they don't of know this. They're, yeah, they're it's an issue. He's an idiot. That's not the point. The point is this. There, Tazawa comes in. He says, I don't know how to play poker. That's funny. But he yet he funny. puts on sunglasses so you can tell it so they can't read him. So that he's going to, he does know. So you know the trick. This was fine as a setup. The problem is it never pays off because the obvious joke is that Tazawa beats them and he will later. But this was like lowest common denominator, lazy, like this. Imagine all those 
APA poker games and other things, there was always something happening in it. This is not anything. This no. is like the laziest writing where nothing happens. Oh, you beat me. Let's have a match. That's all this is. Again, and it also makes Baron Corbin look like he's just... I was watching this with someone. They they were like, I don't know that wrestler, Baron Corbin. Yeah. And I said, Baron Corbin is a wrestler who constantly gets repackaged and he's the same person. Yep. Yep. It, it doesn't matter if he's he's a, a wrestler and then suddenly he's he's a bum and then suddenly he's super rich and then suddenly he's a protege, but he's the same every time. I had the best idea for him that probably wouldn't have worked, but it would have been interesting. And that's when he was in NXT, I said he should be the the predecessor to Kane. And I could still imagine him finding the Kane mask, wearing the Kane mask. The Kane mask talks to him. But again, I always write stories where Baron Corbin talks to like inanimate objects. That's like, true. Like the Eye oh, of the Giant no, that cup. That would have been good. I know. And that's the trophy. So, yeah, it never pans out for me, but whatever. That's fine. Okay, we'll get back to Corbin later. Yeah, we'll get back to it later. But remember that that was already screwed up with the. Also, yep. they're playing poker with money and chips. Why I, did you I, play right, poker? That, that was with weird. Money and chips. I understand if you have chips and then you run out and then you need to put in money or need to put in yes, something but else. No, but they were all. That's not how this money was. On there. Right, stupid. So Miz comes out. He's dressed like. Why didn't they ever do this joke? He's dressed like what, Larry? My my three dads or. Mm, that's too old. Uh, Bill Cosby? That's too uh, rapey. Uh, uh, the guy, Mr. Rogers? Ms. Ter Rogers. Why, didn't uh, no one, why did Johnny Ter not say that? Johnny's been gold. I'm not going to I know, but it's just a little, little improver there. Um, yeah, it was an improver. It's Ms. TV with Byron as host. Ms. reads a prepared statement. He's dressed like Mr. Rogers. He wears little reading glasses. They did a really good job at making him look like he's 50. Wow. Yeah. Um, and also, really good job of having Byron be able to do stuff lately. Mm-hmm. And not Byron's just been, disappear. Byron's been very fun. Yes. Yeah. Um, Ms. says, I regret paying Dexter Loomis. But basically, he says, but pity me because I've been here for 18 years and I've never been cheered, which is obviously not true because he was a face at one point in time. But whatever. This is the story we're going with. He says, Dexter was greedy and he kept coming after me and he's so greedy. And I just told that Hollywood person what they wanted to hear because they want the embellished story. So and then Miz says, if you want to know what I was doing this past weekend, I was just sitting in my hotel room depressed or sitting at home. Sorry, he says depressed. So he's making fun of depression. That's not very fun. But later we find out maybe that was true. So Johnny Wrestling comes out. He says, you, you were, you weren't at home or depressed. You were on vacation. And Miz is like, yes, I was in the hotel room depressed. Um, yeah. And, and Johnny Wrestling has been gold. He said, I know because your wife was posting yes. pictures, pictures, well, of herself, not of you. Right, you but weren't I in them. You were there. And that's when Miz is like, yes, because I was in the hotel room depressed, which is awesome. Johnny Actually, says- Miz did a lot of good stuff here. He did. Miz. He did. It wasn't bad. Johnny says, nobody cares about you. You know why, Miz? Because you always take the easy way, easy way out. This was my favorite part of wrestling right here. You know what's part. weird? This was so familiar because we're still comparing the stories of MJF and Regal to, to the Dexter and Miz Johnny thing. And true. this is the, this is the, this is the regal speech. This is ah true. 
you always take the easy way out. You take the shortcuts. So you're just, you're never going to be that guy. And what does Miz say? And Miz Miz says, well, what does Miz say to that? Or what does he say to Byron? No, no. When he he says, when he says, you always take, Miz goes, why would I take the hard way? That's a good, he's very, very smart as far as that goes. As far as laziness goes, Miz is a genius. <laughs> so then Miz throws a fit and gets all mad and tells Byron, he's like, shut up. Just ask the questions I gave you. So that yeah. was funny. And, Johnny, you know, and, and it was great when my, Byron was trying, he was trying to get his bit in and he did for the most part. He did. He was like, what do you say to that, Miz? What do you say to that, Johnny? What do you say? To that? It was yep. great. It was good. Johnny calls Miz a quote, compulsive liar, and they miss the Miz to Rogers joke. But whatever. Miz is screaming, I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. I'm the good guy. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What, do you, what else do you want me to say? I'm sorry. And Johnny's like, if you're the good guy and you're sorry, then pay Dexter the money you owe him. But you know you're not gonna because you're a scumbag and you take these way out. So I talked to WWE, whoever. You notice they don't say like the higher powers or the, they don't say like the upper management anymore. I don't even, yeah, no one knows. That Adam Pierce thing just died a death and I love it. Good. Keep him off of TV. I don't care anymore. And he's, Johnny says in two weeks, it's going to be Miz against Dexter, which is weird because that's past, isn't that past Survivor Series? If it's two weeks through? Yeah. It's the night well, after. I mean, we have to have stores. Huh. And if Dexter wins, Miz has to pay him all the money he owes him. And Dexter gets a WWE contract. But if Dexter loses, nothing. Why didn't they say he can leave forever or something? He will leave you alone. Where'd that go? That was part of the story. Also, I hate one-sided stipulations. Yeah. But I feel like, I think this one was... Miz has done something wrong, so they're punishing him. So one side okay. of stipulation might That's not fair. be that bad. So, De- so it turns out all this time, Dexter was the cameraman that was in the ring. So Johnny's like, look behind you, Miz. And it's Dexter taking off the cameraman outfit. And Miz just runs away like Benny Hill. And he's all scared, except he's not chasing some woman or getting chased by an old woman with a with rolling pin. And Dexter's theme music plays, Larry. He doesn't have a contract. Is Triple H sleeping? Is he asleep? Does he need a nap? Yeah, this is all just to get him a contract, but still. I know, but why is his music there? I don't know. It's that whole NXT thing. Is it it WWE? Is it not? I don't don't know. Somebody just had that one. And then Patrick says this weird line. He says, Johnny Weasel, the man that Miz calls him a weasel. Johnny Weasel, the man that Miz calls him a weasel. Okay. We're done with that. Earlier today, Dominic made fun of Shelton Benjamin and said, you are old. Oh, it's in such a scrappy do tired way. Yeah. Yes. In such a scrappy do way. And Damien Priest um, or that little dog on uh, on um, what's it called? Uh, Tom and Jerry. And Damian Priest is like, I'll wrestle you. And Dominic's like, yeah, he'll wrestle you. Let me at him. And then Shelton's like, I'll accept your challenge, Dominic. And that's it. So so how does backstage matches work? I don't know. Because they just, like, that's the challenge. And then we just get the match. Judgment Day comes out. It's Dominic against Shelton Benjamin. Oh, my God. Here we go with this trope tonight. Graves says Shelton is timeless. 
which means he's old. Hmm. He says he's going to teach. And does Shelton look old? Excuse me. That's why Graves said he looks timeless, because he He doesn't look old at all. He's 27. I know. But he says, Graves says he's going to teach Dominic, which means Shelton's old. And then it also means in this match that Shelton can't win, which on AEW, if you say these things, it means that the kid can't win, which is super weird. So if the thing is that Shelton's so timeless, but he's old and he's going to lose, why are we watching this? Like, what is, what is, what am I doing with my time? The crowd is so dead in this match. This will be a historic moment, Larry. If, if Historians will watch this match on Raw if they do like a retro yeah. podcast in 20 years. They're going to watch this match, and I'm promising you this. The crowd is so dead that Graves does his low video game voiceover voice and says a quote about Rey Mysterio. So if you watch this match in the future, you would think that Rey line was edited in. Go back. I promise you it's there. Go listen. It's a boring match. Cheating, frog splash, Dominic wins. I don't mind this Kevin Patrick, but there's a dullness about him. And he's he's bringing Graves down. Like, you know how uh, Morrow on NXT would bring everybody up to a 13 and it was too much? Patrick's bringing you down to like a four. And you almost have to turn up your TV. And he's bringing Graves down to like a five or six. And it's like Graves, other than the main event, Graves really has a hard time getting above that level. They are way too now that and now that they do a podcast together, they're way too relaxed together. Are you I, seeing this? I have to admit, the only thing I really am interested in him is how he pronounces words. That's it is kind of funny, but aren't you yeah, seeing that's this? The only this, thing I get from him, yeah. You're not seeing this low volume dullness about them, and it's like contagious. And Graves is getting it. He's getting the dullness bug. Yeah. Okay. I think on this Raw, it was really, really coming through. So, backstage, Theory stands around. And it's a backstage interview with Theory about his dumb, failed cash-in on a, the wrong title. And Theory's delusional. Yeah. Because he he's delusional. Seriously. Because he's a heel that's saying these things, but he thinks he's right. But everything he's saying is incorrect. He's saying... He went from next big thing to the face of the franchise. That never happened. He was never those things. Ever. He talks, he says stuff about Vince without saying Vince. About how he was, quote, handpicked, whatever it is. He makes excuses and says, when this pay-per-view, this guy stopped me. At this show, this guy stopped me. So everything's everybody else's fault. He says, and when I was going to cash in on Roman Reigns, I realized he's invincible. There's no point. He said he basically said it's impossible to beat Roman Reigns. So I went after. Well, he second. pretty much said, it, "Are they really going to write me to?" Yeah, right. But he he's like, so I had to go after second best. Basically, is what he his point is. That's horrible. But then he's like, I went after it, but it's Lashley's fault that I didn't win. So it's everybody's fault. But then somehow this gets way worse because. Oh my God, Dolph Ziggler walks in from being off of TV for months. And he's, he goes, worst cash in ever. I'm surprised he didn't do comic book guy's voice when he said that. Theory says, I'm done with people calling me a kid. So here we go. Another kid against an old guy match where the kid in WWE, the kid always wins. This Ross is just lazy. This is a copy paste from the Dominic match. 
Okay, what I saw from this was, wow, I guess that's the best you could do to try to rehabilitate him, but I'm not enjoying the story. I'm saying, well, I guess that's the best you well, can do. Well, guess what? Later, we find out, here's their answer to how to rehabilitate theory. Have him go, grr, I'm mad. That is not anything. It might work. I'm not convinced that it won't. I'm not like not sold on it by the end of the show. But again, it's a very lazy thing to do. It's like telling, it's like when Vince would say ruthless aggression, the guys would go in there and go, grr. Like, that's not anything. That doesn't mean, John Cena didn't get over because of ruthless aggression. You know what happened because of ruthless aggression? Chris Benoit. That's all I'm going to say. No, I don't blame that. Um, Graves is, he's doing the voiceover thing again. And this is where I wrote, I really think Patrick makes him too comfortable. It's super weird. And it doesn't help that the crowd is so, you should, you should, because it, the crowd volume being so low also makes Graves be really low too. So he's almost whispering. Uh, War Games video package. How do you make one, Larry, without showing NXT? How do you do it? Did you see this video? Yeah, I saw this video. But Did you see what all the tricks they did? They did three tricks. No. What was the okay. tricks? Number one, they edited out every place that said NXT, they blur, they, they blacked it out. Oh, okay. Number two, they edited out all of the Undisputed Era, which was basically almost every match. Number three, Wait. if you did see them, you saw them from behind. Number three, they made the ring black and white and they kept the wrestlers in color. So you didn't see what? it was gold, black and gold. But they do realize NXT is their product. But they, Triple H has this big, okay. So if you don't know this, um, a few weeks ago, uh, the wrestlers were told that are going to be in this match, that they're 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 planning big, big spots for video packages for next year's War Games uh, Survivor Series video package. That's smart. Because they don't have anything other than NXT because it's a WCW thing. So they're going to do big spots. But for this year, they still want to push it. So this is what they came up with. I mean, I'm not saying it's horrible. I'm saying it's it's maybe I I maybe I did write in the notes that it was horrible, but I'm saying it's super weird the way they did not want it to be minor league. Okay, well, I don't think anybody would have thought that, but whatever. Well, I'm telling you, they went through they they went through a lot of trouble for this video package. To make Don't it they look have like WCW a, footage? I, they're never going to show. Give me a break. They might I'm show a clip saying, of that to show you an example. Pays. They might show you a clip of that for an example, but they're never going to make that the thing to sell the show. No way. Triple H is not going to do that. No. Survivor Series is one week from Saturday. And for the War Games matches, Larry, we have a half-booked women's match and no men's match at all. How is that possible? I think it'll be a good good show. I do too, but I'm saying as far as the the build goes, we have an assumed match on SmackDown, which there'll be a commercial about, and we have a women's match that isn't finished yet. So, okay. F you blood money. You ruined everything. Damage Control and Nikki Cross come out. 
It's EOSky against Dana Brooke. Earlier today, there was a digital exclusive where Dana Brooke is upset that they threw the title away. She says threw it in the trash, but I guess she didn't actually watch it. Um, Does that mean that anytime someone throws something in the trash, it's done? Yes. Like if the world champion throws it in the trash, are we? That's what you. That's done? wrestling. There you go. That's hip hop. So, I. This is where I wrote it. Besides Seth Rollins, Raw is ice cold. Who is over on the show besides Rollins and maybe Riddle a little bit, but that more with Randy? But there's no one that's over on the show. Well, okay. I think uh, uh, Bobby Lashley's over. He was, but the crowd doesn't know what to do with him right now. No. The crowd's very confused. I love Bobby Lashley now, but the crowd doesn't know what to do. Mm. Tell me who else is over, please. There's okay. There's not enough over for a three-hour show. That's true. Yeah. Well, Moonsault, Io wins because obviously it's Dana Brooke. Mia Yim comes out and she says, "Okay, I picked my side." Obviously, it's not the bad guys. It's Bianca and Alexa and Oscar, and they come out. So basically, at this point, the air leaves the room because any fan in the crowd that was excited about war games and thought that maybe those two mystery spots were Sasha and Naomi. Nope. Sorry. There's no, still, I, a, there's still a tiny percent chance that one of those two could be in that mystery spot. And in fact, wouldn't that be smart to just put Sasha or Naomi in that last spot? Yeah. I said, you know, why keep their names together when it's not a- exactly not necessary. Okay, here we go. Back to the poker game, which I thought was lazy. Tazawa's winning. They say he won now with this hand. He won 13 in a row. He takes all JBL and Corbin's loot. And Corbin tries to cheat. And he's like, I have these cards, but he never shows them. And then he's like... Well, okay. not The guy has three kings. Yes. So how does Corbin try to cheat? He says, I have three kings. First off, right. First of all, be a tie. Unless, right. Secondly... Yeah. Secondly, that would be six kings and a deck, so you're a terrible cheater. Obviously, you're playing with two decks or you're a big cheater, right? <sighs> so Which no one does. Um, so Tazawa yells cheater. He says, I want a match. But then he's like, he he's he's like, here, I'll shake your hand. And then he slaps Corbin's hand like, haha, I tricked you. But then he quick runs away, but he but he takes part of the money. And he just he, like all of it is his. All of it's his. He took part of it and he slapped the heel's hand like he's not going to go back there because he'll get beat up. This segment's lazy and terrible. And this is where I yeah. wrote Triple H is tired or he needs help. He needs assistance. This is not good. How many reworks of Baron Corbin are not going to work? Because all of them except for Kane. We need Kane. He's, now. Re- he's wrestling to Zala. <sighs> Maybe Jebel is the last step. And then we could have Kane. See, I don't even want Kane anymore because he's such a horrible human being in real life. True. But if we could somehow get that mask, like maybe it's just backstage somewhere in a glass case. Like it used to be. Remember when it was like back there when when um, when it was uh, Kane Jacobs, general manager, whatever the heck that was. Oh, remember yeah, that? yeah, yeah. And then yeah, the mask would always be it. in a case and Stephanie would stare at it. Remember Stephanie? No. no. Theory comes out. Immediately, Patrick has fed the line. Do you see what I see? Do you see it? Gravy? He didn't say gravy this week, did he? I didn't hear it. I told him to lay out on that. He's like, do you see what I see? No cell phone. 
This is a serious Austin theory. He said that in like two seconds. What? Give us a chance to think about it for a second. Like, do you yeah, notice anything different? Yeah, you should say like, do you notice anything different or something like that? Not he just told us right away. So it's theory against Dolph. No one wants this. The crowd chants that was stupid about the cash in. Graves says this hotline like he's a hundred years old. He says hmm. that Patrick is like the clabber girl pouring salt into people's wounds. I don't even know what that means. The clabber girl is baking powder, first of all. Is he thinking of the when really? it rains, it pours? I don't even know. Is that a like regional thing? Salt? No, no, not at all. Clabber girl? It's a, I know the Epsom salt little girl with the... And I'm saying the when it rains, it pours like salt. Yeah. That's the thing. It's not Epsom salt, Larry. It's just... It I, it's like... It? It's, it's Morton a, salt? Morton salt. Okay. Um, but I think graves conflated all the the the, the girls on salt and uh, baking products but anyway i've never heard that baking salt baking powder girl never. oh really i have that like i yeah. i can i can grab that out of my counter uh, the cabinet right now um patrick oh theory does this move which is nothing and patrick yells a town down and Graves yes. just pauses because he knows that's not any kind of finisher or anything. And Graves almost feels sorry for him, I think. And he goes, some kind of a something bomb. Oh, no. Wait, uh, crucifix. No, it's... Yeah, but the point is, it wasn't a But it was of... a new move I've never seen him do. This is true. But yeah. Patrick, he, you know what he did there? He pulled a Cameron. He couldn't tell... The difference between a move where the guy's laying down or up or upside down. Um, yep. Theory's idea of being a different character, like I said, is just going grr. That's what we learn here. It's going to get worse. So Theory kicks out of a non-finishing move. And that gets a This Is Awesome chant, which shows how dull this show has been. Honestly, I know you're down on this Theory reboot. I'm not saying it's good, but I don't I'm, know I'm, No, I'm do. saying I'm saying I'm not not sold on it yet it could work but how many times is telling somebody just go grr and get mad it it worked i don't know not many it could work we'll see um a town down two of them theory's mad and goes crazy doesn't go for the pin he flips okay again you gotta stick within the rules he gets mad and goes crazy flips the steel steps over they hit Dolph, and the ref allows it. That's a disqualification. Well, okay. okay. The but ref is is maybe outside it's the ring for an ten minutes, saying, "Get it back in the." He can count to ten. That's the thing. He should have counted out. to ten and just thrown the match out. But instead, Theory slams Dolph's head into the announce table, like in almost any grudge match I've ever seen. Right? Yeah. That's a DQ. That's not how anything works. I understand that was the last straw, but making it so it just use the rules you made triple H because that's, this is bad. Officials come out. Theory goes grr again and goes after Dolph again and then throws stuff on him and he leaves. And he says, I'm not a kid. I'm all day Austin theory. Oh God, we're getting all day back. His indie stuff. Maybe this is just to keep him happy until they get him, get rid of him. He's 
I don't know. Well, I don't know if they're going to get rid of him because wait till you hear what Graves says later. Uh, JBL and Corbin walking. This is where they announce on SmackDown. It's war games time or something. What do they say? It's war between the bloodline and the brawling brutes. So that match hasn't even been made yet. And they already are saying it, they're saying that it's a war games match, which obviously it has to be, but that's a WCW thing. Not quite. Not no, quite. I don't want to be that, that mean. Anyway, backstage Rhea racist tells damage control. I'll be your partner. And with that, their team is complete. So the, Faces still need one more person. The heels have all five. Okay, that's fine. I kind of like it that the the faces need one more person. Yeah, I it just I wish they would have went with the whole thing about Nikki Cross being so crazy. She's on both teams, but whatever. That's my own. Opinion. Excuse me. This is true. Um, but that's too crazy that for anybody. I think so. JBL. Although Corbin, at least they did make it make it the the reason Rhea would join up makes sense now. Yeah, no, it, it 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 does, and they're they're not being subtle about the it's going to be Rhea against Bianca after this War Games. Yeah, like at all, it's very clear. Uh, JBL and Corbin come out, and we're not even doing the JBL talks first thing because that's just getting old. So it's just Corbin against Akira Tozawa. Um, oh, this was a line said by Corey Graves. We're here in the home of Muhammad Ali and you're talking about fried chicken. I understand it. Oh, I didn't hear but that. But it's one. probably not the best choice of words in a row. Okay, I didn't hear that one. <laughs> well, they're in the Yum Center, and that's KFC, Pepsi brand. But the point is, putting those words together, probably not the best. That's all. I understand it was an accident. But still, um, oh, Corey Graves implies that Patrick is gay with Tazawa. Oh, no. OK, not a one off. I no. thought he accidentally said something. No, no. He kept it up. Do you know something I don't know? But then it just keeps going and he going. kept it up and said that Patrick was gay with Tazawa. And then Patrick just goes, I have no idea how Carmelo puts up with you, which was like a Byron line. It was amazing. So end of days, Corbin wins. Whatever. And they botched the the finish. It was supposed to be a super version and they messed it up. But whatever. It's fine. For some reason, they replay Beth Phoenix dying and they say that Finn Balor did it and he's so dangerous. Yeah. What are we setting up for here? Is Edge coming back at I War Games? Know. What? I don't know. I Maybe. Yeah. Could be. Corey Graves says, oh, this is where he says it, Larry, where you say they're just trying to keep him happy. Corey Graves says, Austin Theory will be a force to be reckoned with in WWE for years to come. I'm going to remember you said that. And hey, I hope he's right and Austin Theory does great things, but I don't think that's real. Backstage interview with Bianca and her team. Bianca basically says, Rhea Ripley, well, I can't talk about how I know I'm going to have a feud with her on pay-per-view after the Survivor Series. Um, and Alexa is miserable. She cannot keep a smile on her face for more than three seconds. And it keeps leaving her face. No idea what's up with her. And every time she can online, Larry, all she does is talk about how she doesn't know what her character is. This is, this is gotta I don't end. blame her. I, this I has got to end at some point. Lot, but yeah, they just tell her to show up and stand there. That sucks. It's bad. Um, so they leave and then it's Alpha Academy and Seth Rollins interacting 
And Seth is singing a song I don't recognize. Like it's not his own theme, but I don't think it's Alpha Academy's theme. And he's throwing the word shoosh in there. But this isn't anything. I don't know what this, what was this supposed to be? I thought he was trying to do his and just doing a terrible job. I thought that at first, but then clearly that's not what it was. So whatever. Backstage interview with Finn Balor. He accepts the singles match with AJ Styles at Survivor Series. That's a WCW. He, we're booking past the title match tonight. If he won, that means AJ Styles would be in a title match. It's, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't well, like this. Balor says he's winning the United States title tonight. I don't believe that. <laughs> of course not. And he's a heel, so no. Okay, main event, U.S. title match. Finn Balor against Seth Rollins. There's like 25 minutes left. It's a very good match. These guys, it's impossible for them to have a bad match. It was nice to see them wrestle. Um, Judgment Day, though, at the end, come out to try to cheat. The OC come out to neutralize them. Larry, they're fighting all over the place. I can't wait for war game. Oh, wait. Is Triple H drunk? They had them fight everywhere it to lead to like a singles a match at Survivor Series. I don't understand this. They're fighting all over the place. Oh my God. It's a. <sighs> Unless Triple H has some big secret that they're going to have a singles match, but when it devolves, the cages are going to come down or something and then everyone's going to fight <laughs> well, and they couldn't, and they couldn't call it an official match. Cause we've already seen two of them. Plus there's Mia Yim and Rhea Ripley. We have to get them in there. If that's his plan, I kudos triple H. That is how I would book this. I c- congratulations in advance. If you're that smart to do that. Otherwise this is like a big tease for nothing. Well, it, it's only a singles match. You know what they're going to do? They're probably going to say like, oh, the Raw after, you know, the, the, the Raw the next night after Survivor Series, we're going to have a traditional Survivor Series match between the OC and the, you know, like a elimination thing. They'll probably do that. I bet that's what it is. Whatever. Um. So what happened here? Oh. Styles costs Finn Balor the match. Finn Balor's maybe like he's going to win. He's up to do the double stomp, and then Styles pushes him off the top rope. So Rollins stomp, and Rollins retains. You think the show's over, but theory, it can't be over. And I did like that they included this this week instead of next week. Theory comes out to attack Rollins, because of course he should, because he's so mad. And Angry Theory picks up the title that he wants back. He hits Rollins with it and he stands tall. So again, I don't mind this. I just think Gurr is a lazy answer. But it, if it works, that's great. Uh, you you th- say it's a lazy answer. I, anything I understand. else would have been so, so convoluted I know. and heavy on writing. I know. But the question is, how does he keep this anger up? His whole <laughs> character was being smarmy. So you're saying that's dead? That's what I'm worried about. That's all. I I just think they're just doing something with him for now, and he will eventually fade away. All right. If they had any not if faith Graves in has anything at all, yeah. At least, yeah, they wouldn't have done that whole cash in. It's pretty mm. crappy. It is pretty bad. Again, you could rehab him by having him have like secret meetings and like like maybe. Oh, how about this, Paul Heyman? Remember how Paul Heyman wanted to talk to him the one time? 
and said, whatever so. you do, don't cash in on Brock because it won't work out for you. Don't cash in oh, on yeah. Reigns because it won't work out for you. Remember that? Yeah. You bring Paul Heyman to him again in the near future and say, can we talk? And they go into his room. And you never know why. Again, they're not going to do this, but this is fantasy booking. And you never know why. And it's because Paul Heyman gave him counsel and said, did you look closely at that contract? Because isn't that to go for the the world championship or the WWE or universal championship? I don't think you're allowed to go for, because remember they were like, is Otis going to go for the tag titles? And it was like, you can't do that. So, okay. That's what you would do if you really think that Austin theory is going to be a star or something. And that's, but, but that's what I'm saying. And they, then, and then you make him mad now, but later he really was, he can be the smarmy character again if he can succeed. And because he got smart advice, because now but he's, do you think they even care? No, 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 I don't. And I'm saying they're not going to okay. do it, but this is a thing you could do if you want to rehab him in that way. I think right now, um, well, should I tell you, should I tell you the, I, the future plans that I have here written down here? What? Sure. So, so I have the, the WrestleMania and beyond sheet here. Would you like to breaking news? Everybody, would you like to hear it? Okay. What do you think? Or what do you, it's not what I think. Yeah. It's what I have written down here, right in front of me. I'm not okay. going to say who wrote it down. Okay. WrestleMania, the rock versus Roman reigns. And Looking more possible. What's that? Looking way more possible. Looking way more possible. The night after on Raw, Roman is given a new title. According to this, what I'm reading right in front of me, called the Undisputed WWE Championship. And it's just a belt. Triple H has decided to bring back the original WWE title, the, the Hulk Hogan version, the winged, whatever it is version. Okay. Okay. Who will win this new title? Oh, that's so far away. I can't. Oh, okay. I can't. Could you? Well, I'm reading it. I'm saying I, should I not spoil it? Well, it's so far away. The chances of it actually coming to fruition are... Okay. Seth Rollins? Yes. Okay. No, I'm sorry. Seth Rollins... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Seth Rollins is the one... Seth Rollins, according to this, is the one to beat Roman Reigns. Oh, okay. That makes sense, too. So who is it? You forgot about Cody already? I, I don't even... Kind of, yeah. I don't know if the Cody's okay. ever going to pay. I'm not going to say anymore. I'm not going to say anymore. I'm done. Shh. Don't tell anybody. Okay. All right. Anything else? We're done with the show. No, but do you think that might, they may change, start change that before WrestleMania? They've changed everything all the time. I don't know. But I just, I don't think that, that the Roman Brock thing needs, I don't think the, the Roman Brock thing even needs a belt, but you can separate the belts before then. Yeah. This is true. Um, tell everybody what code to use, please. A code? I have a code. Smart Wrestling Fan 69. Use that code. Use it. Um, Larry's going to get 25% Walmart, of the proceeds yeah, but, you know, right there, to his pocket. Um, yeah. 
minus taxes and fees it'd probably be like the dollar but still um so I, and all the money all the money that's generated right now if you donate at smartwrestlingfan.com paypal.me slash swf podcast um 25 goes to larry so donate heavily give thousands of yes. dollars Right Try to now. put more money into that 25% than the rest of it. I'm just saying. Right. And then don't forget <laughs> also to go to patreon.com slash more wrestling fans so we could still exist. Um, is that it? We're done. Yeah. We are done. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening. Next week is show uh, 911. Emergency show. Someone call help. Someone call help. Uh, until then, thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. I was walking down the street one day A man came up to me and asked me What I was listening to on my iPod, yeah And I said You ever hear a $10 time machine? Say more Wrestling podcast Back in time. Oh, you gotta give it a try. Oh, yeah. It only costs $9.99. Plus a penny, just one penny more. I was walking down the street one day. A kid came up and said he wished he could hear about wrestling back when it was good and I said you ever hear $10 time machine Say more. it's a wrestling podcast Goes back in time oh you gotta give it a try oh yeah it only costs $9.99 plus a penny just one penny more. I was walking down the street one day. A pretty lady walked past me and I told her I had my own podcast. Yeah. Then I said, Hey, every dollar time machine Uh-oh. it was kind of my idea it was really joke I'd probably get you a discount we're sorry maybe only like $9.99 he always does this just ignore him sorry cause I was walking down the street one day a cop came up to me and told me I was annoying people in the park and I would have to leave or else I would have to go downtown with him and I said
you ever hear of Tim? No, no, I don't want to go with you. Hey, let, no, let go of my arm. It's not. No, I'm not going to get in your car. I just, I, I'm telling people about a podcast. I have a podcast. I'm the star.